everyone to this week's new episode of primetime gaming with mr boomstick and a hell of a lot of friends holy cow this is probably going to be the biggest show of the year we already have 10 people here we have retry from game pass daily uh in the background drawn t j should be joining us we have a ton of people we're going to be cycling people in and out uh as a matter of fact the the extremely talented Wandering Dutch is literally on the fly, folks, right here, right now, live on the air, doing us uh, for, for the show an, an overlay, which I will have, according to him, in 10 minutes. So that's why it looks plain Jane for now. Uh, listen, normally we do full on introductions, right? We get everyone's, you know, uh, you know where they're from. But we're going to do things a little differently because we have so many people here today and there are some more guests on the way. Like I said, 10 plus people, it might be as much as 15 community voices joining us to celebrate what was, in my opinion, one of the greatest produced Xbox shows in the history of the brand. I thought it was snappy. We got a shadow drop of Hi-Fi Rush that is my game of the show. Everyone that is here is going to give us their spiel. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna give us our. Give you the grade at the end of our, at the end of our, our segment, and I think in two hours we will be able to get everyone here. And guess what, folks? We're gonna be doing this again tomorrow with a whole different other potentially ten person panel for uh, X Vlog Live, and we're gonna. And then again, we're gonna be talking about Dead Space, which is releasing on Friday. We have Wilmy Hood joining us because obviously he's the horror master uh, a great great remainder of the week for double barrel gaming uh let's start first with a returning guest he was uh, a founding father of the xbox factor podcast he joined us on breakfast with boom and then he came back home to the xbox factor podcast once again making his grand return to podcasting zemi games what's going on brother i'm back I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> no, man, dude, it's a pleasure, man. Uh, thank you so much for throwing me out the uh, the invite. Uh, what, like three weeks ago? Yes. Um, to to be on this show, it's super exciting. Um, and uh, I, you know, it's really funny because I have been so busy working, I did not get the 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 privilege that anyone else on this panel has in watching the entire show. I skipped through. Uh, a bunch of it, you know, 30 minutes before the show. So I, you know, I got some, some peaks and stuff, but, but uh, overall, you know, so I can't really, you know, talk about, are we doing, we're not doing intros. Like this is my moment to. No, this, this know, is your right? moment to shine, okay. brother. Uh, okay. You know, obviously. I'm a little rusty. Well, no, I don't think that you are, brother. I think that you have <laughs> completely knocked it out of the park already. Look, uh, Zemi Games, the bottom line is that, uh, we the, the year started out strong for Xbox with the rumored event, right? Everyone got excited, uh, and then they hit a bit of a snag. Um, we you know we heard about the layoffs, which uh, really struck Microsoft, and it wasn't just Microsoft proper; it was Xbox, and it was a few studios that were affected. Uh, we saw this happen through big tech, 
Uh, and then, of course, the Halo Infinite situation uh, is not good. Uh, Halo is limping. It's limping bad. And eventually, uh, God willing, it will come back. But this is the show I think Xbox fans deserve. I think this is the show that Xbox fans have been waiting for. And when you consider the anemic 2022 and first-party games, this was a really amazing way to kick off what is expected to be the biggest year in Xbox gaming history. And there are some, including myself, that believe between Sony's releases, Nintendo's releases, and what's coming out through third-party and Xbox first-party, this could challenge the unbelievable 2007 that still reigns supreme as one of the best gaming years in the history of the industry. For you, Zemi Games, taking a look at what they showed, how they showed it, wh- where, where do you fall? Was this the show that you were hoping for? Um, you know, I, I can say that it is not the show necessarily that I'm hoping for because I'm a selfish, selfish gamer and I want Starfield. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to be honest. I know that they're getting, I think it's getting its own, like, kind of gameplay um, show, like, later on uh, this year. But uh, to me, I, I'm just selfish, man. I want Starfield. I want that release date. I want to know as much as I can. But with that being said, um, Minecraft Legends, I still have no idea what it, you know, what it is. But Minecraft is a huge IP, and I'm sure it's going to be really, really popular. Um Forza looked absolutely gorgeous. Like I, I, I kept skipping through and I, I, I didn't see an image that looked bad. Like it all looks just super, super real. Um, ray tracing looks incredible on that game. And I can't wait to jump into that. Um, I have no idea. Is it called Hi-Fi? Is that Hi-Fi Rush? Hi-Fi yes. Rush. Yeah. Yeah. I heard some of you guys, you know, here in the panel talking about it um, before we went live, and, and a lot of you guys seem to really, really enjoy it. It's not really something that you know speaks to me, but um, it definitely has a unique art style, and I would imagine that a lot of people that like anime would probably really, really like that game as well. Uh, and then, of course, there is uh, the beautiful, beautiful Elder Scrolls Online, which is my baby, my love. That is your jam, brother. That is it definitely is. your jam. It is. I love me some ESO. They're bringing out a new class. Um, it's going to be really, really exciting. So I can't wait to jump back into that and uh, and play that, of course. Um, but, you know, overall, I can't really talk about, you know, like the how they edited the video, or really the pacing of, the, of, of today's showcase, because I didn't watch it all. So that's kind of unfair. In all fairness, it's kind of unfair to me to even give it a review because I haven't actually watched it all uh, like a normal person. But I, I think overall, uh, it, it, it looks to have been a really, really good show. They showed off some really, really awesome games. Xbox does, in fact, have games. I just wish <laughs> one of them that they would have shown was Starfield. So I can't give a review. Uh, but overall, I do think it's really, really good. It was a really good show. Yeah, I mean, like... For production wise, I, I'm interested to get your. Obviously, we'd like to get a grade from you. You know, uh, out of uh, you know one one to ten. You know, obviously using the half point system as well. Um, considering that some of their past shows have not been the greatest, that we have walked away with a bit of a question mark over our head, as if we're playing Metal Gear in real life. This seemed to hit the notes. Now I know that you said that you watched it. Uh, you know, like going through it. Because, you know, you were trying to cut the fat. And that's fine. That, that's yeah. perfectly fine. But there, there is something to be said about what you did see and how it was presented. 
would you like to see them continue this type of production moving forward? Um, I'm sure. I mean, you know, I once again, I did not see it all, so um, I don't really 100% know what I'm agreeing to, but yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I thought that it was from what I saw that it was edited really, really well. They had a lot of um, really good kind of um, what's the word for it? Um, like transitioning slides kind of thing, yeah. you know, things happening. Um, so, so yeah, um, it definitely just from a visual standpoint of what I got from, you know, it's just kind of clicking through. It definitely appeared to, that they spent more time in the editing room with this than what they had, um, like, let's just say, in a lot of the showcases that we saw in 2022. I mean, that's fair. I mean, like, like I said, you, I watched it from, from start to finish. Uh, I thought it was a solid 43 minutes. Uh, you do, obviously, you made mention of Starfield. You're greedy. You wanted it to be there. I <laughs> wanted it to be there. But at least we know that it is coming, and it will have a format very similar to this. I would imagine that it is going to be run by God Howard himself. Um, Praise be look, his name. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, Okay, so I don't want to put you on the spot here, but if you were to grade it, what, what would be your grade? Um... You know, if if I, if you forced me, if you forced me, I'd probably give it a nine. Okay, uh, I'm going to knock off a whole point because of Starfield. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Uzemi, if you want to hang out, uh, obviously you you can hang out. We're gonna we're gonna bring in Retri now. Thank you so much for being here, we, dude. You got to let me know when you get a day off so we can bring you back <laughs> to uh, to the Xbox Factor podcast because we, we we miss you there. You are obviously a big it. part of the show and. Uh, Thanks so much for stopping by, brother. Yeah, no worries, man. I'm going to go eat dinner. <laughs> yeah, go, <laughs> Have go, a good go one. take care of business, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys. Later, right. Later, bro. Ciao. All right. Retri is back here. Thank you so much. Uh, Nick, I, I want to go to you first um, because obviously, you know, you're, you're part of the Xbox era. Uh, you guys are doing some incredible work there. Uh, you guys have crossed over 15,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, the work that you do. 16. On, oh, 16. Pardon Just me, 16,000. 16, <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, that is amazing. And it's well-deserved. You guys have a great staff of people. Obviously, you, know, you're, you have been made famous by being the, the, the leaker, if you will, of the, of, the, of the community when it comes to stuff. Uh, look, you have been very, very uh, honest and uh, well, earnest, I would even dare say, about how Microsoft has produced shows in the past. Let, let, let's get your 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 hot fifteen minute take on this, brother. This floor is yours. Was this what everyone has been asking for? I I need to get something out of the way first. Sure. Hello, firstly to everyone, but I need to ask you a question, Boo. What's Abe doing here? <laughs> there are our the Xbox era employee contract stipulates that when Nick is on a podcast. None of the other pleb employees may wow. also be present to try and <laughs> steal the pleb. spotlight hey, away hey, from me. Hey, Nick, why don't you try to take it out of my pay? So <laughs> there's going to have to be some stern words after the show about why Abe has made an appearance here. I, I'm doing Xbox era a favor because... Uh, if anybody ever knows, if anybody ever uh, talked to an Australian before, first of all, has anybody, anybody ever seen like what's in Australia? You know, you, you ever see that Stephen King movie, The Mist? 
Like yes. that's the kind of shit that's in the backyard. Like, <laughs> oh, no. like, and, and, and I think like growing up getting bit by things like that, it does kind of change. You know, it, it kind of leads you to weird opinions. Like Golden Eye is the uh, remake of the, the most anticipated game of the year. The greatest. So I, I had to come on here because number one, boom, let me know where the spare key is to yes. uh, to, to let myself in the back door anytime Absolutely. I like. So I'm here just. Uh, just to even out Nick a little bit and go, eh, see, not everybody at Xbox era is crazy, but uh, keep going, Nick. <laughs> okay. With that out of the way, um, I actually thought the show was really good. Um, it was a good format. Uh, I like that they let the devs show everything the way they wanted to show it. Um, I, I love that there was a shadow drop. It's been a long time since we got a good old fashioned shadow drop. And I, I found that interesting. Like, like I already saw some sentiment, like I already saw some sentiment online about why would you not give Tango Gameworks some hype and some marketing? And I'm just like, really? Like, I think this was the first sign that Microsoft is maybe just starting to get it now in terms of their games. Like if they, if they had given Hi-Fi Rush lead in time, let's say they said Hi-Fi Rush comes out in March. Here it is. Here's Hi-Fi Rush comes out in March. You know what would have happened? We would have had two months of not AAA, cartoony graphics. I can't believe this is what they made Tango do. I can't believe this is what Xbox is doing. And it would have just been two months of people crapping all over it. Where they've shadow dropped it and no one's got time to give it any crap. And everyone's just loving it and how amazing it looks and how amazing it is. I thought it was perfect. And I thought it was the first sign that they're finally understanding maybe what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't think no Forza date was a big deal. It'll come this year sometime. We've got plenty of games to play. Um, had no interest in Elder Scrolls, but that's fine. I understand why it was there and they wanted to show it. Um, God, what else did we get? I've already forgotten. Oh, well, I mean, if I, I, what we, um, I mean, Minecraft. Listen, Minecraft, I had, Legends. Minecraft Legends is going to be a big deal. I'm I had you. no interest mm-hmm. in that game, and I'm going to be honest with you. The fact that they have worked in a single-player campaign that I can pick up and play, I'm like, I think I'm going to try this. And, mm. I'm, I, and I'm not a Minecraft guy at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the way they showed everything off. I, I think this is... Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be the way they do every show going forward. But now that it appears that we're going to start to get more of their games more regularly, I don't see why they couldn't do one of these every quarter or maybe do three of these a year or something like that where it's like okay we're going to focus on these two three four games and we're going to let the devs show them off i think it's a good way of doing it i i i really liked it whether you had interest in the specific games or not like you've got to remember xbox uh how do i say this without it sounding bad xbox has a fair (laughs) bit more variety in their pipeline in terms of style and everything and what they've got coming so with their shows they're not going to have like everything for everyone they're going to have something 
for everyone. I, yeah, I agree. Where, you know, Nintendo has their thing, so everyone knows what to expect and they just basically love all of it. Sony has their lane, so everyone knows exactly what to expect. So you get you get that more widespread uh, love for their shows because they zero in on that audience. Where because Xbox has that variety which is a necessity because of game pass you're gonna have people sort of being 50 50 on it. it's like oh i didn't like elder scrolls and i didn't really like minecraft legends but i loved hi-fi rush and i love redfall and you're gonna have stuff like that more often with xbox shows just because of the sheer variety they tend to have but i still hope they stick to their guns and keep doing this the way they're doing it also hi-fi rush is amazing yeah, it is. It, it is. Uh, it, I put it to this way. One of, the, one of my critiques for Xbox has been the lack of, we got one more thing for you. And the way that they did it today, I think is com- unbelievably brilliant. They gave us a game that originally, now remember, if you, a couple of months ago, uh, this was brought uh, to our attention by Jeff Grubb. He's like, yeah, I heard it's going to be at the show. I heard it's going to be oh. releasing very soon. Um, here we are. Now, uh, obviously, we had some talk right before the show that it wasn't going to be there. And I love how they did that. If you look how if, if you look how they did it when the first the show first started, they had in chalk four games and yes. they raced it and they put five games. And, and that immediately I was like, OK, that it's got to be. And then you look on the corner and it says Hi-Fi Rush. Yep. Now, yep. Uh, I could tell you this right now. Anyone and I mean absolutely any human being gamer that has an affinity for Jet Set Radio mm. or, or Sunset, Sunset Overdrive are going to look and play this. First of all, I'm only an hour in. The mm. writing is brilliant. The graphics are to die for. Stunning. Full on license soundtrack with Nine Inch Nails and Prodigy and Fallout Boy and everyone else that they have gotten for this game. Let me tell you something, folks. This is one of the first big games that you did not know you needed in your gaming life. I'm here to tell you that right now. Go download this game. It's 30 bucks if you want to buy it for the regular edition. It's 40 bucks for the digital deluxe edition. I'm not sure what that gives you. Or you can do what I did and download it on Game Pass. This is brilliant. Brilliant work. Um, Just to add to that, they did a nice cool thing where you can pay the 10 bucks difference and get the, if you have Game Pass, you can get the upgraded version. Which is what I'm going to do as soon as we're done with the show. Yeah, I'm I'm going to pay the 10 bucks. I didn't even know that. Discount nine bucks, but yeah, yeah, you can just pay the nine bucks and and get the upgrade. And that's that's absolutely fantastic. So, 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 special Nick. I mean, obviously, you, you're going to hang out with us for for a while because I know that for Australia, it's, it's the time zone is, is is somewhat hard to to keep up with us here. No, no, this is a good time. Oh, Eleven okay, o'clock good. a.m. is a good time. Today. Oh, okay, good, 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 excellent. So then, we, then you don't have to rush away. I mean, listen, if you no, no pun intended. Uh, there you go. Uh, for for you. The production seemed like it. They spent some money. Like they actually took the time to yeah. do what they have seen, because Sony's has become very, very, very humdrum, very expected—a voiceover, a few little like X's and O's, you know, flopping around on the screen, and they move on. It's it has become very, very uh, unimpressive. 
Nintendo's directs, they used to be something spectacular. They seem to have toned it down. This particular show, and, and I do want to give a shout out to everyone who's not here today because he's not feeling well. The whole family is sick. So, of course, we wish Wake. him and his family a quick recovery. He actually said, and I'm going to use I'm going to use his quote, folks. He says that this particular show puts everyone to shame. And I absolutely agree with him. But I want to get your take on it. If you were to grade the show and and, and, and your your opinion on the, the 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 value of production that went into it, what would it be? The overall show, I think, was an eight. Even though it had a couple of games I had basically zero interest in, credit where credit is due, the way they delivered it was still very good. And I'm glad you brought up the the fact that they... Okay, so I had said on our show, I think, last week that I feel they sh- they, they laid out their expectations. They said that was going to be the four games they're covering. And I mm. said, I feel they should stick to that no matter what. Because if they drop a one more thing, here's a surprise. It kind of ruins their ability to set expectations going forward. Having said that, they did something which I thought was quite clever. And rather than wait till the end and go, here's Hi-Fi Rush, surprise. They said up front, ooh, hold on, there's going to be five games now. Mm -hmm. Very, very smart. Very, very smart. So I'm, I'm very, very happy that they... They got around what I thought was an issue where they were going to sort of, once again, paint themselves into a corner where yep. all of a sudden everyone's going to expect a surprise going forward. But now that they dropped that fifth game right at the start and said, oops, hey, guess what? It's now five games. I think that helps now going forward because they can set those expectations and if people don't see anything at the start, they go, okay, so they are going to go with whatever they said they're going to go with. So right. I'm, I'm glad they did it the way they did it. I, I, again, overall, I thought they did it super, super well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, so listen, don't go anywhere, brother. I, I, no. I definitely want to bring in Retri, but before I do, i got to catch up on Super Chats overhand. i got to thank publicly the Wandering Dutch folks. He literally did this overlay while he's on the podcast, the skill level, folks, is <laughs> he has broke the meter. It is eleven. This is pretty dope. It makes it makes everything look so nice and clean cut. Dutch, thank you very much, brother. This is absolutely brilliant. Um, the uh, first super chat of the day comes the way of our good friend, good brother of the program, Gerald Mack, who's been a channel member for one year, drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says the world must be in a good place because the Avengers have assembled all in the same space. At the same time, salute, gentlemen. Thank you so much for that, and thank you for the generosity. And speaking of, of Avengers, folks, uh, my biggest criticism for the game wasn't the game. It was the egregious pricing on the uh, outfits. And mm-hmm. here's the thing, folks. I just learned today, every outfit, every cosmetic after March 31st will become free to download. That means... Hundreds of outfits will be free. FYI, I'm going to play through the game again. I never played through Wakanda DLC. I know, hang my head in shame, but I will get to it and I will be downloading some of the because some of them so, are horrendous. so. What you're saying, so what you're saying is before they close up shop and go away, they're going to give everything they're charging you for free. Yes, mm. interesting. Yes. Okay, well, that, All that, free. that really sucks Yikes. for the people that bought it. it. Xbox, I know, yeah. I know, yeah. it's like when block. 
It's like when Blockbuster closed, just throwing DVDs at people in the parking lot. They're like, just take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you didn't, if you didn't see right. the movie. Just take it. Oh, my God. Take it. it. I don't right care. Get it out of one. here. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, we have a Highlander 001, generous friend of the program, drops a $2 super chat and says, great panel. Cannot wait to hear your thoughts. Thank you for that. Uh, Tom from Toonami, who's been a channel member for two months, drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, anyone else notice... The G coming in 2023 for Forza looks like a six, yeah, not yeah, a G. Yeah. Just no. saying. Stop! Um, stop! Stop it! Stop mm. it! I've seen that already floating around. Just cut it out, man. Yeah, they, I, they didn't create their own font just yeah. so just to give you guys a talking point. Like, come on, I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, Iman Burns has been a member for one year. Drops a very generous. Um, let's see here. Oh, he actually, I, I, he's, well, first of all, thanks so much for being a uh, channel member for that long, brother. He says, uh, the show was a C plus Redfall was good <laughs> and Forza was sweet, but the rest were, uh, for him were meh. A hint of Starfield would have made it a B minus and thanks Zemi for the truth. I mean, listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion, Ooh. brother. And I appreciate you being here. Um, thank you for the comment. Uh, but, Kirby, but they Zero- laid out before the show though. Yeah, they, they weren't going to have Starfield there, yeah. right? I, 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 I know. I don't get that disappointment hoping... unless you just weren't yeah, paying it's attention. A, it's a weird I'm thing gonna, to I'm be disappointed. That. You. you know, that's yeah. the way I look at it. No, I, I agree. I mean, that's that's a, that's that's a strong thought, uh, Crispy. I mean, listen, they, they told us what they were getting, and for me, the bonus of Hi-Fi Rush being there and downloadable, like, like, mm. hey, guys, it's go get it. What? Like, are you serious? This game is unbelievable. My game of the show, but it looks like anyway. a comic book. It's yeah, so stunning. freaking good, dude. Like, the writing is... I'm only an hour in, and my God, it is... It's phenomenal. Uh, Kirby Zero Louise dropped a very generous $5 super chat and says, I see too much podcasting and not enough playing Hi-Fi Rush. Just <laughs> kidding. But it was really great. Uh, it, 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 yeah, it, was re- it really is great. Focused on gameplay and not graphic storytelling or politics. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. We also have Spartan661 drops a very generous $10 super chat. Welcome to the program, brother. He says today's preview of Forza Motorsport trailer was so awesome that it makes uh, it makes it look like Gran Turismo 7 is using the NES RC Pro-Am's engine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it does look pretty bad, though. Shots. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> shots fired. Duck, duck cover, folks. Hide behind the engine block so you can't get hit. Uh, uh, your, ba- your baby Farva, I love it. Drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "I'm okay if Forza and Starfield slip to the second half. I want them polished. Forza September, Stalker October, Starfield November would make a great full season, indeed. Uh, yeah, that, that's a strong lineup. I kind of hope that Starfield doesn't fo- drop, but at this point, I'm, I just want a polished game. I agree. Highlander 001 drops an additional two dollars super chat and says, "I think Hi-Fi Rush looks better, uh, better than <laughs> Forspoken. I think uh, an NES game looks better than Forspoken. It certainly runs better than Forspoken. Um, oh. 4K60. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there you go. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 the, the slander is going to happen. Obviously, uh, game gamers play HUD Zero. Has been a channel member for one year. It's a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "I am a believer now. Xbox finally gets its nine out of ten. I, I that's the score. I give it. I agree with you. This is great. I always laugh when I say this. The Black Harry Potter. That's <laughs> a very generous ten dollars super chat, and he says, um, "Redfall and Forza look great, 
but not better than Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks away, baby. Let's go. Oh, I love it. That's such good stuff. The man is um, always on brand. He's he always on brand. absolutely on brand. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Calorie drops a very generous $5 super chat. Mm. says, the show and Hi-Fi Rush both get 9 out of 10 for me. I'm absolutely loving Hi-Fi Rush so far. Seriously, feel like 360 days golden age of gaming Poorly Baba looking like. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, like don't read that part. I accidentally oh, okay. uh, <laughs> copy and pasted too much. <laughs> My yeah. bad. I love, no, that's all right, brother. That's fine. I love Poorly Baba. And if he does look, if he does look like manga, then good on like, him. Like a manga. And that's all right. So, that's so Retri, look, uh, we, we, you're obviously on the Xbox uh, uh, Factor Podcast Weekly with us. Uh, you yep. are mm-hmm. running. Uh, your incredible uh, YouTube channel, as well as your uh, media presence on social media through uh, Game Pass underscore daily. You do daily stuff, incredible work. Now you have some work in front of you. Now you now you got to get to the, the recording. Did yeah. Xbox finally deliver what you have been asking for? For me, yes. And I'm going to be honest, I did not expect them to, to, to be perfectly honest with you. The second I heard it was developer direct and not a real, a real quote unquote showcase with, you know, pizzazz and, and, you know, fireworks and all that jazz. I was like, oh boy, here we go. But after watching that show, I was thoroughly impressed as someone who spent 18 years in television production, the production value was spot on i loved it from beginning to end there wasn't a time where i felt anything was boring even if i didn't care about the game i don't care about minecraft legends i just don't but i recognize the pacing was excellent going in between the interviews with all the devs was was great they didn't stay on them too long and that's important you you get little tidbits of information. You show the gameplay. Go back to the dev. Go back to the gameplay. Don't stay on a dev for more than like a minute or two. It's a mistake. Uh, and they didn't do that. It, it went very well for me. The pacing was great. Redfall looked oh, looked so good. The more I see of that game, I'm so excited to play that. I, I cannot wait for it. It just I don't I, think it I, does I it love, justice. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, boom. No, I was gonna say I love how the game has of it. Yeah. Uh, watching it live, Redfall is very a dark game, so you need to watch this in 4K later because it looks a lot better than streaming can possibly showcase. But I was really shocked at Hi-Fi. We heard it might be coming. Hi-Fi Rush. I didn't think it was actually going to show up today. I made a video yesterday saying I don't expect it to show up because Aaron Greenberg basically said after Paris Lilly put out his tweet, you know, don't expect more than these four games. And and Aaron was like, yeah, I couldn't like this tweet anymore. And that's what I was like, well, Hi-Fi Rush ain't coming. And then they did that little scratch out of the four, put in the five. And I was like, yes. But I got to say... That's probably, outside of Redfall, the second game I'm most hyped for. I haven't played it yet because I was actually making videos about it. Uh, I am super impressed 
what Tango was able to do and what seems like two years or less for development, like that game just looks beautiful. It looks so gorgeous. I It just looks like we were talking in the green room, like a comic book coming to life. And uh, I got to say, as someone who loves the crap on Xbox, because I, I think their marketing is just horrendous, this feels like the ship is starting to turn, maybe, right? And I want to see more shows like this on a regular. You have to do stuff like this. Forza not having a date. It is what it is. That tells me it's probably after June, second half of the year. I'm okay with that. You know, do it right. Get polish it up. And uh, will we all be better for it? We want a better game. And I don't want it rushed at all. So, yeah. I'm going to give it a 9.5, an A. I'm yeah. going to give it an A. Strong. That's strong. Yeah, I, I, I agree. For me personally, uh, I got a chance to watch it. I started to watch it a second time because I, I, I love watching because I know that, you know, you as a, as a podcaster, right, We knew I knew that I had to show at seven. Believe it or not, folks, which is crazy, <laughs> I'm doing this five years, I had butterflies before the show, like as if I was podcasting <laughs> for the first time because when I have a panel this big, I'm always nervous that something's going to shit out. It, it, it just happens. That's just <laughs> the, the luck I have, but... Uh, for me personally, I didn't get a chance to give you my my quick spiel, and I will before we bring in uh, Chaosante. Uh, I I give it a nine point five out of ten. Uh, I, I I take off a half a point for the fact that we didn't get a release date for Forza. Right. Uh, I am not crushed yep. over it. I am blown away by what they showed. I mean, that game looks un freaking yep. believable. And mind you. That is on a showcase being uh, shown on YouTube. Wait until you right. get that game on your console, on your 4K uh, TV. 120 hertz OLED, it's, baby. It is I'm going so to ready be, for that. It is going to be pure madness. Uh, so, again, for me, 9.5 out of 10. Uh, I have to keep saying it like everyone else. Please, for the love of Joe. Go play Hi-Fi Rush. I am telling you, it is if you it it appeals to so many different genres. If you are an anime fan, you're gonna love it. If you like Sunset Overdrive, you're gonna yeah. love it. If you freaking like Jet Set Radio, which most of us have been clamoring for a new one, this is all of that and a bag of chips. That's all I can it's say. Even a bit of like beautiful joe about it it has a Just bit a of touch yes. of beautiful joe yes yeah, yes and a lot of people don't even know what you're talking about a beautiful joe is capcom classic and and, and that, that's that that's that's that is top tier uh uh gamecube like top tier yep. gamecube if you are a gamecube fan that's one of my it's my second favorite console of all time underneath the Dreamcast because nothing beats the Dreamcast. Sorry. It's just, nothing. It is, it, it is How are you it. liking the music in it so far? Because I nothing absolutely is. loved yeah. Metal Hellsinger. Not everyone really liked that game. It spoke to me. So I'm curious on the music side. Like I saw Nine Inch Nails. I was like, ooh. So they what have do you a, The Prodigy is in there. I mean. Which I also love. Yeah. I love Prodigy. Mrs. Boom loves Prodigy. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's it's the music is right up our alley for sure. She's a she's a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. Fallout Boy has in there it has a, a song in there. I, th listen, give it a shot. 
Give it to I'll be playing shot. it tonight, uh, right after. Uh, this, yeah, I'm going to so. be recording footage. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Kaysante, let's let's get you in on the conversation, brother. What do you have to say? Because we were talking in the green. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, we have Pong Soul joining us. We will get no. Pong in here momentarily. <laughs> I may have sneaked them the link. I don't know. It's, I love it, man. That's who crazy. did that? Who, who knew that we were going to get the, the, the golden age of gaming himself here? Uh, so, Pong, Pong, I know you're laughing because you can hear us. We'll get you in here momentarily. Uh, okay, Asante, come on. Let's let's talk about it because obviously Ooh. there's been a lot of people and we have been, you know, part no of No room, crew. Pong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the slanderous cr- uh, crew, oh. if you will. Microsoft uh-huh. has at times, you know, deserved the righteous smoke. We have given sure. it to them. Yeah, I don't see any of that smoke coming today, dude. I, I think it's all flowers. Oh no, I, I by and large agree. I think this was this was the perfect way to put a show together, and and all of us throwing as much flowers as possible at them will hopefully give them the message that we want more of it, just like this. Yeah, right. So I, I think it came off really well. Uh, I enjoyed by and large most of the most of the offerings they had to show. You know, I know most people see see uh, Minecraft Legends and they go, ah, I'm not interested. Under normal circumstances, so would I. I would say the same thing. But upon second viewing, I was watching it on the on the on the tablet before coming to the show. My daughter happened to walk by, and yeah, that game is going to get far more play than almost anything else on this list yep. for me because mm-hmm. my daughter saw that and her eyeballs lit up and went, "Can I get that on my tablet?" And I went, "No, you can't. It's not on an <laughs> iPad. It's on the Xbox." So there we go. I'm definitely going to be playing that. So, uh, Forza. While I was happy to see it here, and I want I wanted more. I wanted more. Like what they showed was awesome, and and we know it should be awesome because they specifically took time out. They 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 skipped their normal cadence to show us something magical, right? It's been it's been in the oven longer than normal, so you know it it should show the reasons why. And I think it, it did, but it, I wanted more. I wanted more of that, right? I wanted more. I wanted them to treat uh, Forza a bit more like Redfall. In giving me a bit more of the nitty gritty, just a bit more, right? And you will and, tomorrow. That's what the Forza Monthly is about. Which Forza Month Monthly? Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more of that. And to that to that end, right? Because not not everybody, not the uh, not all the the non hardcore folks will watch the Forza Monthly, right? They may not even know that yeah. that exists. Like on this show, I personally, just me personally, would have loved to see a controller in the hand of someone playing uh, motorsport and it being a series s like you know it, it, your, your baby has been dogged in the street left and right show us why it shines and you're uniquely qualified to do us to do that don't even show me series x footage because i know that's amazing don't show me pc footage because this what you showed might have been pc footage show me series s footage and let everyone wonder what else look what else it looks like because that's the benchmark right that that'll be the the lowest floor of how it will look so be confident in your in your material and show me the lowest performing machine and that and and show show me how great that one will look i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm looking forward to them showing more so that that to me was really cool hi-fi rush i've been i i, I like recorded an hour of footage already playing that game it looks absolutely amazing. I'm. It's totally in my wheelhouse. Uh, for those who aren't aware, uh, if you've ever played Crypt of the Necrodancer, very weird game, just like this, mm-hmm. right? And 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 when they when they, when that weird game came out and, and a lot of people liked it, Nintendo gave them gave them an IP and then they made Cadence of Hyrule. 
if you've ever yes. played that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And of course, then the, the the latest iteration of this kind of flavor, Metal Hellsinger, right? Uh, it's a very weird, unusual kind of mashup of of style of beat 'em up while running, while 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 traversing, and all of that. But so far, I really, really dig it. I think it's ex- absolutely excellent. Uh, I am the one, way, way, way on the top of the hill, holding the flag back and forth, going, "Where the heck is my jet set future, there, uh, Sega? Where is my my?" To the point where I play it a lot, but on here, I need a new one. Like I need a new one. So this bomb rush cyberpunk. Yes, I'm still waiting for bomb rush cyberpunk, and I just love the name of just saying that thing. It's great. <laughs> Needless to say, I think they they really knocked it out of the park. Even uh, IS, uh, ESO, which by and large, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a single I'm a single player guy. I, I, you know, you give me yeah, one player, I may yeah. not be there. But they're literally like like it, it's almost like this was a car salesman's ad to go look, man. If you like Skyrim, it's time to join us because it's, there's finally single player there, right? They, yeah. Everything they said was like, come on, single player gamers, come to ESO because there's something for you here. So I'm this close to installing. That. I guess what? Yeah, I just I'm with did. you on the single player it. thing, okay? That's, yeah. what, that's what got my attention. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. what? So, I'm just yeah. this, this close because, you know, it, it is literally an ever-growing Skyrim and they're offering you 20 DLCs at this point. Why would you not give it a try, right? Yeah. And then, of course, finally, we have Redfall, which I have been a huge Redfall fan since Jump. I think Redfall is cool, but that's because I'm a big Arcane fan. I think that they are one of the best studios that don't get the credit they deserve, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know while some people were like oh you know this looks so much like uh uh like uh uh back for blood or anything like that you know the fact that arcane made it gives me faith that i can play it by myself because i do not play with humans i tend to be you know i tend to play it single player because i need to be able to pause man unless they go we have this revolutionary pause system that puts puts your your your, your parents because you got a pee you get that bladder so no 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 i have the other p it's the other p parent you ah, can't you pause, All man. Right. one of the Parent, p's <laughs> yes it, it's the p that, that was close three the, right <laughs> uh, no two the three p's <laughs> the two p's i have two two little ones who at any moment but needless to say because of that it makes it difficult to play multiplayer so you know when i heard arcane was making this i had faith because they really are good at that that single player game you know, uh, I'm still a little bit like a uh, question, and maybe some of the guys on this on this panel can, can can clear it up for me. Where if you play the game by yourself, I assume you then get CG uh, 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 AI characters filling in some of the other roles for you, right? Or is it always insisting I on? Think, I think on it's, you're, you're just by yourself, dude. Like if you play, so you are getting player, AI. You're straight up by yourself. Oh, you're straight up by yourself. Yeah, I, I could have mm-hmm. sworn they said you you had instances where you came with a team, whether you were by yourself or not. But I, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll obviously we'll we'll get more into that. But needless to say, I am super excited about what this looks like. You know, uh, it feels to me like it's a it's a it's a Halloween game that missed Halloween. But I'm here for it. Let's let's go. Yeah. You know, it, it looks really. No, good. I, I agree. I mean, look I, th- again. One one of the things behind the scenes uh, that we heard, which I thought was amazing, that mm-hmm. uh, has still a lot of people don't even heard about this, is that it software uh, is working with them on the shooting mechanics. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a huge. That's huge. Freaking yeah. Get. Very huge. Uh, because I'm also not a fan of arcane games, so that as soon as I heard id, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that, yeah, that could be one me. of the reasons why you got the delay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, it doesn't feel good. Who, we need help. And ID yep. came in, and they're doing their, their due diligence. You know, look, all you can do is watch me, uh, some of my my Doom footage. It is crazy how fast that game is uh, on the console. Um, so about my grade, uh, I will give one 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 more thing, and I'll, then I'll give you my grade. Okay. Uh, although context matters, right? I still feel like because uh, and, and and we were talking about this in the green room, and, and Special Nick really laid out a reason, a valid reason, most likely why that was the case. But the fact that they announced Rare announced 007 in like a generic blog post when it could have <laughs> been a part of this show, I think is a bit of a missed opportunity. I know it's not going to set the world on fire. I see half of the half of the panel members just shaking their head, and then there's there's a special Nick side going, "Yay, it's going to be great." I know, you know, some some of us olds like it, you know, but it would have just been nice to be a part of that show, right? Uh, 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 after everything was said and done, when it was all said and done, and when they were hitting that outro click, let that be the outro to be the one last thing. I don't Who think knows? they wanted to taint the show with that garbage. Ah, see, I, Game I knew, of the year 2023 <laughs> dropping tomorrow. I knew Mav could not let let it go without dropping at least a little bit of sleep, sorry, just a little bit. <laughs> no, but but because that was a little odd to me and i know that logistically and in, in, in the background there may be reasons that are valid but to me it just looks like Nintendo. one one marketing hand yeah, is Nintendo. not talking to the That's other marketing reason. hand you know yeah yeah it, it most likely it's nintendo high, of course. Yeah, yeah of course of course but no and, and but, mm-hmm. no continue. well all i'm saying with, with that in mind and the fact that we did not get uh, a, a Forza Motorsport uh, uh, release date, which you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not faulting them for it. I don't think it's a big deal, but I can really tell that they threaded a needle and going, "Here's a game. We're not giving you a release date. Let's see how that works." And it seemed to have worked for them, right? So I'm giving it a nine out of ten. Okay, nine out of strong. ten. Now, now I will give it more and and higher marks and and further along. To me, it's not necessarily even the substance of this. It's the format and the cadence. When will I see another yep. one of this kind with different content? Right? Will it be? Will this become a distant memory before I see another one, or will I go? Oh wow, we just had another one a few months ago. That's when I will start being happy. Right now, I enjoyed a lot of what I saw here. Some of it I may play, some of it I may not. I enjoyed the format and the way they delivered it. I want to see them deliver it like this more. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely yeah. agree. Maybe and, not. Uh, on a Wednesday too, maybe yeah. on the weekend, <laughs> so more of us can watch it live. Can see it, yeah. No, it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. It dropped right in the middle of a podcast. Middle of, yeah. of his show. Midweek <laughs> 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 mix-up was right there, ready to. to, to hey, to, to hold on a second. Aussies get screwed in these shows all the time. Well, you're they screwed no matter what. So we're not talking about you. We're talking about wow. you know us. <laughs> they oh. finally get a show at a time where Australians don't have to be up at three a.m. to watch it. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that, that, that's very true. But uh, FYI, uh, I, I was wondering, because uh, I have heard of the mythical unicorn known as the GoldenEye remake uh, that, you know, that has been out for years, right? That's been out mm-hmm. for years. Uh, folks, FYI, uh, that is not, not what is dropping tomorrow. Insane. You, you are Insane literally getting me. the N64 the version of, with a slight little bit of a bump. Without multi. 
without multiplayer. <laughs> I, and and, and this has believe... a lot to do with Nintendo. Um, I think that that's I think that's why you didn't see it at the show, but I think that ultimately mm. I don't I, personally I agree with Kayasante that that one more thing could have been, you know, Goldeneye, but I also disagree with him to say that if it was that one more thing and it looked as bad as it did and it does look pretty bad, which I'm still going to play <laughs> through it. I'm going to get my 1000 achievements. Looks amazing. Playing. And you know what? You know what, boom. Beautiful. You know what, boom. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like, exactly like you guys had to correct me on that because when I saw the 007 tag and I saw it show up, I honestly was like, "Oh yeah, this is what we we've, we've been expecting for so long." So I didn't pay close attention. Oh, it. And looks... then and then come to find out because okay, a, a quick background here, people. There is another version out there. Yes. For those who know where to find it, there is another version yeah. out there. That, and this yeah. version. For those who know hit, where to download it. Uh, <laughs> when you hit the select button, it switches between the 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 N64 version, which is what, what you saw today on the show, and an Unreal Engine 5 remake version, which runs in parallel. Five? Like, uh, uh, five, I'm sorry. Three. Seven, Are you sure it's Unreal Engine, though? Yeah, it was UE3. It was UE3. Yeah, was it? it? Was during okay. the, uh, yeah, I, I actually, I have a... Uh, I, I can tell you definitively that it was UE3. <laughs> I have seen it, okay. sir. Yeah, it was UE3. <clears throat> but, but needless to say, it is far better looking than this. And I, I initially thought that we were getting the 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 fabled, you know, leak that has finally Nick, Nick, properly. Nick, can you speak on that, brother? When when uh, are the when could we see that the the, the version he's talking about, not the N sixty four version, the, the remade version that was like the perfect dark remake. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, I think we're still supposed to be getting that one okay. at some stage. Okay. They're going to uprise it. Unle gonna, unless Nintendo's going to be unquote. bastards about it and hold that one back. I don't know. Quote, well, unquote, uprise it. That's what they're going to mm. do. They're going like, to Nintendo. It, like... if, if people haven't realized it by now, Nintendo is very weird about everything. Yeah, they are. And <laughs> there's, 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 there's no rhyme or reason for yeah. why they do what they do. It's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's stories I've been told that I'm not allowed to share just about Nintendo and about Nintendo and Goldeneye and how they act and how they feel about it. And yeah, as far as I'm aware, the good one should still come, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo's like, nah, I'm not going to let it happen. What if they do it just to see if this one garners any interest? Like, use it as a litmus test going mm. forward. And they're like, you know what? We got 100,000 downloads. It's not even worth moving forward with any more development of that one. No, it's done. The other one's but been done for three years. It's a bad done. idea that these there, companies there do, There is though. no development. Like, yeah, here's there, some garbage. Let's see if you find it interesting. And we may give you some you know, <laughs> and, and, better and garbage. Not, I'm not talking about the one coming out tomorrow. I'm talking boom, about, like, another boom, one. Yeah. I'm not talking about another no, one. Why, why are people like Mev and Abe on your show? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, okay, like, could we at least get the perfect dark treatment of this? You know what I mean? Well, that, that's the one. That's the one that Kayasante is referring to. But, I, but the thing but is, when the they point, when guys. they announced this, uh -huh. though, wasn't it like an announcement that the N60 that the N64 version was going to be on the Switch, and they were going to trick people, no. the trick the systems with the uh, online dude, stuff, contract, and then on Xbox we were supposed to get like at least uh, the no, 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 controls no. and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know. I I just find. It, I feel like this is something that we're going to play for like 10, 15 minutes. Go, oh, cool. Nostalgia trip. 
I can't Which play it online. Fine. I feel and like most of us every day. Well, but hold every on, hold on, hold on. But but that but that's exactly my point. Since this is a nostalgia play, which won't last that long, why not release Forever. the best version now Forever. and move forward? Instead this is of a game where we beat well, our hold kids. On, hold on. But I'm getting it. I mean, they can make of, some money out of it. In, well, but but here's the thing, though. It's the, that that other version that let, let, we're sure they probably won't put any more dev time into. It's exactly the same version as you have now. No more content. Nothing else. The only difference is you hit select. It shows you a nicer, cleaner version of the same exact game. Give That's me so microtransactions to give you money for. <laughs> For this game, I'll I'll fund it. You give me microtransactions and DLC for GoldenEye. I'll do it all. I'll do the heavy lifting. That's awesome. Uh, listen, well, I got to shout go. out the 600 people that are here checking Ice. out this show. Thank you so much, Wandering Dutch. I want to get your opinion on this, brother. Obviously, there is a Forza Motorsports uh, event happening tomorrow. They're also going to be having a segment with the Japanese cars. Uh, which they talk about for uh, Forza Horizon, which I believe will be getting some of the uh, those types of uh, those uh, th- those vehicles from Japan, which I'm stoked for. I hope I actually hope that the, they do go to Japan at some point. Hopefully, that's the next Horizon. They really have to go there. I think it would be brilliant uh, for you personally. Uh, talk about it, man. This was this was this the show that you were hoping for that you guys got a chance to cover? You know, uh, unbelievably timing, if you will for the midweek mix-up podcast yeah so again again the, my checks obviously cleared with phil for that spot <laughs> so thanks phil uh, <laughs> but no no it was perfect timing i'd love more of those where it's just perfectly in sync with that and i don't have to set up an entirely different show every time um but no um again we went into the show with the exact expectations that they set out which was we're getting four games they're the ones we're focusing on. There's nothing more. It's these four games, and they kind of drilled it and drilled it and drilled it, despite the blog post saying a little bit differently and stipulating we're going to see this and these four games. Is that okay? It's a little bit different wording, but I'll stick with the four games and then not expect any more. And as soon as the show started, we saw Tango Gameworks. And I was like, little bit different (laughs) why is tango here it's tango is not involved but then of course we saw that redacted at the bottom tango game works awesome let's see what they're working on um but all in all the the presentation um and i think everyone spoke on that already not just the presentation but every game kind of regardless of whether or not you liked it and i think we were all in the same boat as well regarding minecraft legends we're like yeah i'm not convinced on it but there was again we one of the things we thought would be it could be awkward getting certain developers on to try and talk about it there might be a little bit stage frighty might be things like that but they all seemed pretty relaxed they all seemed hyper enthusiastic about what they were talking about the the pitch for the game came across very well um so we're certainly again beauty of game passes even if we don't have too much interest in minecraft legends we'll all no doubt try it to some degree, see if it clicks in a different way. Um, but outside of that, uh, Redfall for me looked phenomenal. Again, every time I see it, it looks better. Um, I thought the particle effects in Redfall as well, specifically when the tree disintegrated, that yeah. I was like, 
that's something we haven't seen from from them before is is kind of more a technical level from that studio we've seen kind of on a, on a little bit of a smaller degree in, in other games but not to that extent where things are kind of dis- dissipating and like that so that looks phenomenal um i'm looking more and again it's something that you won't get as boom mentioned earlier you won't get by watching a stream or by watching it on youtube or listening with headphones on on youtube is all of these games have Dolby Atmos. Redfall, what they mentioned, is is specifically some of this 3D Dolby Atmos kind of effects that you've got there with whispering vampires in the yes. distance. Even listening like on the headphones, Dutch, with the Redfall, the audio, I thought even during the stream was amazing. With yeah. Like you just said, with the whispering vampires, it is really creepy. I think they did a great job on audio. Yeah. And it's just going to improve again when we actually get to play these games. And this is the one thing I always try to stipulate when we're watching these streams is like, this isn't even the best it's going to look. Like we see these 4K videos and things on YouTube and like, this looks really good. But I'm like, but none of this has HDR implemented. None of it has uh, Dolby uh, Vision or Dolby Atmos implemented. Like it's all just bog standard audio and and bog standard 4K60 on YouTube and and compressed at that. It's not even the the clearest image that it could be. Um, So it's going to look even better, which is obviously... (laughs) I don't know how you manage that with Forza because Forza just obviously just looked incredible. Um, And I thought kind of jumping into Forza as a a little bit of a a note there. You mentioned, of course, no release date. Of course, we're all a little bit surprised with that. I do still think it's coming before June. Um, I think... I'm more on the on the fence about Starfield now, whether or not that releases the first half. Um, I think Forza will make the June cutoff. I'm not sure if Starfield does now. Um, but on the Forza front, the, the level of detail they've got in there with dirt build-up and things like that, where progressively we saw that to a, a much smaller degree in Forza Horizon, where the mud collects and things like that. But... Um, they're saying every car in this game has a, 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 its own separate kind of model, should we say, with regards to how dirt is collected, how debris is collected on the cars. Uh, and depending on how your race goes and how you've raced, that debris is going to be different. Um, if you're a little bit more aggressive, then it's going to have a little bit more of a, a dirt buildup in certain areas and things like that. So I thought just the, the level of detail they've went in for this game is phenomenal. But I also agree to some extent, this should have showed um, a little bit more actual game uh, gameplay, and by that I mean more of a here's like a two minute section of a of a of a lap or something like that to kind of show you through. I understand they've got the Forza Monthly tomorrow, and and everyone has a great point in saying, listen, that's not not everybody watches that. That's like the hardcore minority that watch this Forza Monthly every time it is because that's who knows about it. <laughs> It's a dedicated community that play Forza all the time, that tune into Forza monthly to get the regular updates about what cars, what events, what new add-ons, what new DLC, whatever is happening every month for that game. Um, But thankfully, we know Forza monthly tomorrow is going to have a more in-depth look um, at Forza Motorsport. So anybody who does want to have that kind of uh, more in-depth look on Forza, definitely tune in tomorrow because you will get it. but yeah, it's it's hard. I've I've got a bet on with uh, with Boxenberger as as to whether or not this releases uh, before June or after it. And if it does release before June, then uh, then Box yours the beers at Gamescom. <laughs> if it releases after that, then I get the beers in at Gamescom. So I love it. 
So hopefully, so you, you, you still think it'll, you still think it'll release before the second half of the year? Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Still, still believe Have so. The faith, reason, brother. The main, reason I say, the main reason I say this now, also the the reason I think. And not just because Starfield has, might have a lot to show off, but the reason I think Starfield has its own separate show, because this developer direct was for was for games coming in the next few months, and it yeah. stipulated that in the article the next few months, not the second half of the year. But Starfield getting its second show, I think, is a potential reason as to why that wasn't in that original developer direct. I think they could have added it in. They could have had it show by all by within it. I, I think they chose to go separately, personally, because it isn't making that June cut off Starfield. I think it's going to be after. Don't know whether or not it's going to be too far after. Could be like in August, September time. But yeah. Uh, other than that, go on, go on, boom. No, I was going to uh, say that uh, Colt Eastwood has been putting out uh, some, you know, so subtle hints about September. Uh, as a matter of yeah. fact, oh. if you remember that tweet he did that. Uh, uh, people got they, they got on him for it again. It's his opinion, he's allowed to it. He uh, had put out uh, the Starfield logo with uh, the lead singer of Earth, Wind, and Fire from uh, from September. <laughs> and uh, people were like, Oh, what is he saying? Because you know, Colt has a lot of connections. Oh, look, Zelda, yes, I love it. <laughs> um, I, I mean, look, I, I, I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm not gonna be disappointed if, if it falls, but if it yeah. does, and, and they have to do it because. They don't want to release it with bugs, then it's just going to be. What I don't it's even be. know if I, I don't even know if it, if it's if it's to do with that. You know, it could be a number of reasons. Now, obviously, the they they said yeah, these are games in launch in the next twelve months, but then underneath it did state that he's subject to change. Uh, and again, I've I stipulated that since I since I've seen it, I said, listen, there is a blurb at the bottom there. It is their get out of jail free card. We All did right. mention this is subject to change. On this on this diagram now on, obviously xbox are going to get the slander regardless from the from the the twitter folks but hey a game that big if it needs that time then it, it needs that time but it could be a number of factors it could be we want to get into a space in the year that is going to be free we don't want any anything kind of getting in the way and that that includes their own ip not necessarily competition i think they don't want to overshadow Redfall. They don't know overshadow Forza Motorsport. They don't know overshadow any of the titles that they've got coming up. Um, and I think putting Starfield in the same month as your Elder Scrolls is going to overshadow Elder Scrolls' new DLC. You put it in the same month as Redfall, it, you may as well wish goodbye to Redfall because most people are going to be jumping on Starfield. You do it in Forza month, exactly the same thing. It's They are entirely different games, but it, Starfield is the big one. Everybody wants to play Starfield. Yes, there's a hardcore group that want to play Forza as well, but it's just going to get overshadowed with the with the marketing. You've got to think of it from a marketing perspective as well. So it could be that front. How are we doing this marketing-wise? It could be just give it a few more months for polishing, etc. Um, but big, big plus for me at the show was obviously um, Hi-Fi Rush. I... That as soon as I saw that, I thought, God, that looks good. And mm. I love the art style. I love how fun it was. Uh, Metal Hellsinger was such a, a, a huge game for me last year. I absolutely loved it, right mainly on. for the music, because I'm a huge metal fan. And, of course, all the work that they did getting custom tracks with some massive metal artists for that game 
was a big surprise anyway. Um, but then seeing this game come up, and then I seen the the, the list of artists that have got for this game, and I was like, Prodigy, really? <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. Okay, right, I'm digging that. And then I seen the art style, and then it looked like Sunset Overdrive mixed with Jet Set mm. Radio. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this looks cool. And then it then never thought, ages. No, yeah, it does not. Yeah. It's an art style that never ages. No, nope. Jet Set Radio never. from the OG Xbox right now looks mm. phenomenal. Yeah. And it just it just on it just popped did it just absolutely pops and then then to find out of course afterwards he was and this the, the good thing for me is that obviously the studio actual studio head was like well this isn't my game this is your game so obviously we've got another tango um uh, game in the works this is just one of the little games that we know of and he's like, no, it's not my game. So you you go ahead. And he's like, yeah, it's available tonight. So have fun. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, okay, fair enough. And I've jumped on it immediately. I've played through the first hour, beat the first boss, love it. And I can't wait to just continue playing it. So for me, overall, the, sh- the show exceeded expectations. I would have given it higher than what I thought had Forza given its release date. But I thought overall, the presentation, um, the way that Xbox laid it out, which was setting expectations promptly and and coarsely saying listen it is these four games it is nothing more than these four games like don't expect any more than that when we started the show it was four then they scratched it out and there was the redacted which was obviously the surprise we got there but that isn't like nick said that one more thing if you do the one more thing at the end then people always expect the one yeah, more I thing agree. Yeah, I think whereas if you just do it at the start and you just go oh, okay it's five and you go all oh, right okay sweet but if they continue to set it out, say, no, it's four, it's four, it's four, or whatever it is, three or two, or even just the one, depending on what kind of developer showcase it is, I think setting it out like that, being very direct, getting the developers to talk about their games in a very neat way as well. I like the way it was going kind of just, okay, that's that one done. There's your release date and over to the studio. Nice little quick panning across on this on these awesome graphics, straight into the next one, no fluff. Okay, this is what we're working on. This is what the game looks like. Here's some gameplay footage. Um, it was awesome. Very well set up. So I, I give it. I'm doing school grades for for this, but I give it an A. Um, I would have given it an A plus if we got the Forza release date. Of course, the main premise yeah. of this show was to get finally these release dates. Unfortunately, it wasn't there. But I don't think that's a negative on Forza. I think this is such a huge game for them and. Unlike a regular Forza, where it's like pretty much bang on every two years, a Forza Horizon, a Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon, Forza Motorsport. For a change, they've said, nope, we're going to wait, we're going to take our time, we're going to reboot it, we're going to work really hard on it, and when we're getting it out, it's going to be the game that you want it to be. So I'm not concerned by that. I think when we get it, which will be before June, it's going to look, well, before the end of June, to, to put asterisks on that before the end. So it could even be the 31st. Uh, <laughs> I think it, it's it's going to be phenomenal, put it that way. But I yeah, it could have been an A plus with that release date, but ultimately very happy. Yeah, good stuff, man. Listen, I want to bring in Mag real quick because he's got to get out of here in a little bit anyway. Yes, sir. And and Mag, FYI, Rand has already taken pictures of you. And uh, you know what? I'll speak to Rand after the show. Uh, you know, he, he still has <laughs> he still hasn't answered my question. I said, "Am I going to see E three this year?" And all I met is with is silence. And you know what I said? You know what? Fine. I'm going to play the jealousy card. So I'm going to hang out with uh, with because I'm going to be hanging out with Colt and uh, Gaz on one of the days. I'm going yes. to take plenty of pictures and be sending them to Rand every single every ten minutes. 
I'd be like, oh, and we just ordered appetizers. Anyways, sorry. We got a lot of people. And you're going to hang out with uh, me and Kaysante, I would imagine, as well. I'm going to be with you guys pretty much the entire week. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, of course, I use my – We actually may even do a primetime gaming live. I, why don't we do it? I mean, we're there for. I'm there for seven days, so you know what I mean. We're, we're going to be there, there the whole for, time. For, I think five or six days. We're, we're well, trying to work go. out the uh, the particulars yeah. right now. But we are. We already got our place thanks to Kaysante's keen eyes, beautiful, uh, and uh, quick fingers on the uh, keyboard. Uh, the place is dope. Uh, we will discuss Mag. logistics after. Yes. Yeah. Mag. Indeed. Yeah. Remind Rand. Yeah. That the game of the year 2023 drops tomorrow. And <laughs> I will. We will make sure that make sure that. he's aware. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna message him right now. Golden as soon as I'm done from 1996. <laughs> yeah, Six. I expect yeah, yeah, him to stream it. As a matter of fact, on camera, yes. of course, because scumbag never turns his camera on. But anyway, that's a that's a whole yeah. other ball of wax. Anyhow, we got a lot of people here. Let me let me get my thoughts in, and I'll pass off the mic. And yes, I will be having to disappear early tonight because uh, uh, we got snowmageddon going on over here. I, I got people that. from work. I just want you to know that me and Mrs. Like that video? are very jealous right now because we're you like in that New, video? New York and it's just pissing rain as we. Speak. Oh no, dude! We got my my brother actually. He my brother's stuck in New York right now because he's supposed to fly back to Toronto. All flights to Toronto have been canceled. So uh, he's mm. stuck in. Uh, he's staying in Manhattan overnight. But uh, anyways, yeah. So let's get into the show. First of all. I got to tell you, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I wasn't expecting a whole lot in the show, okay? I wasn't expecting a whole lot. Uh, someone else mentioned it actually earlier saying, you know what? As soon as it said developer direct, I was like, ugh. Bingo. Sorry, that was you. Yep, I got you. And I'm yep. like, it, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, I'll just, all right, I'll watch it. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to do this show. You know, I got to do the show tonight. I need to watch it anyway. I'm kind of interested. But developer direct, I didn't want to see guys sitting on a couch just talking and putting me to sleep, right? Like like an ASMR video. Like, come on, right? <laughs> Anyways, this thing comes on. Two minutes into this video, holy mackerel. I'm just like, this is great. This has got pacing. It's got it's got flow. It, they 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 not they got rid of like some of the ridiculous jokes that they did in those other ones. Remember those Xbox uh, um, whatever yeah, the one that, yeah. yeah I, I even forgot the name of them. They were so bad. The name of those shows. They were doing those little shows. Those uh, by those quarterly shows. Awful. And they had those stupid jokes. They never landed. They fell flat. This thing it clipped it along at a great pace. Um, it, it, it was good. I liked that it. it was snappy. And on top of it all, there was a per- to me there was a perfect balance of you got the information you got just enough of a deep dive that it wasn't too much like spoilerific it was just enough like i because i'm one of those guys i don't need to see the whole bloody game okay you don't need to show me like 48 minutes of hogwarts legacy to sell me on the game right i don't watch those videos they bother me i'm like don't show me 48 minutes of cyclists i want to discover things on my own give me the gist Give me the idea. Give me the story. Give me like the gameplay loop that I'm going to play. That's all I need. That's all I need, right? And they did just enough of that with just enough information from the developers. So you got that nice balance of a fast-paced show, almost like a Nintendo Direct, and at the same time, some of those Sony shows. And then at the same time, I got a little bit of the deep dive. But like I said, just enough to dip my toes into the water. Just to say, you know what? I got all the information I need. Thank you. Move on to the next game or whatever they were talking about, right? Now, that's what I uh, that's what I really like. Now, what I picture them doing is I think about three of these a year. Once every four months, that sounds about right to me. Because you're going to have to dance around E3, obviously, right? And you're going to want to save those big you know the big reveals for E3. So you're gonna put these. You're gonna put these. Let's say you know once every four months, and then maybe at the end of the year if they're gonna do another EXO. Don't know. I mean, we've said it for a couple of years that they're gonna bring it back. They haven't done it yet. So who the hell knows? And of course, 
let's not forget they're going to drop tra- tra- trailers and stuff at the game awards which of course you know this year not so much but hey it was a, it was a dry year anyways um the good things let's uh talk about the minecraft i'm not a minecraft guy my kids love it i i'm not into it but it's promising. It looks interesting. I like how they got that PvP thing going on. You got the multiplayer thing. You're going to bring in a lot of people. It is it is cross-platform across the board. They were very clear at the very beginning saying that. So you're going to be able to play on PlayStation, on Xbox, on Nintendo, on PC. This is how you bring the community together. You're going to bring tens of millions of people to play this. Now, the thing is, it's got to land, okay? It's got to land. It's got to be hot. The thing is, like Minecraft Dungeons, great game. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. But it didn't take off the same way, right? We all know that. Like, I mean, let's let's face it. No one's still, no one's talking about it now. Everybody just went back to the old Minecraft, right? Especially the Minecraft community making all those videos, which they get like 110 million views on, which is unbelievable to me. But, anyways, they do all that kind of stuff, and that's fine. This needs to land just the way the original Minecraft does, and they're gonna have to follow it up with a whole lot of post-launch content and and updates and everything else, and keep the community thriving. This is something that's very important to keep that going. You want to keep a games as a service going? Don't just support it for six to eight months or twelve months, and then just dump it and move on to the next project. They've got to keep the consistent with with, with what they're doing and keep everybody informed. Look at Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, they keep getting... I know people get exhausted by it. They're like, oh, God, not another Sea of Thieves thing at E3. But guess what? The community is huge. It doesn't get enough credit. This is what they're going to have to do with this particular IP. So anyways, that's that's that there. Forza, I'm not a monstrous uh, uh, racing guy. I used to be back in the day. Uh, like the 360 days and before, I loved racing games. Uh, but now I kind of just like, all right, I'll play them for like 25, 30 hours, and I'll kind of move on, right? Uh, this looks magnificent. And I was never a Forza Motorsport guy. I was always more of a, a Forza a Horizon guy. Uh, the Motorsport, this looks magnificent. And it's going to be impossible to ignore, just like a, a flight simulator. Know how flight simulator? I'm not a flight simulator guy, but it looks so magnificent. And the mechanics of it were so, like, stunning that I had to do it, right? I had to get in there and, you know, just try it out for a few hours and see how it was. But I, obviously, Forza, I'm going to put about 25, 30 hours into that. That sounds good. Looks like great. Now, as for the fact that they didn't uh, launch a release date, I understand why. I think they're going to put it closer to September. And because right now, the way I look at the roadmap here, okay, I um, my, my roadmap, if you're not Xboxes, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, that's their own business. My What I'm thinking they're going to do is that Redfall is going to take that mantle of the summer, right? So it comes out in, what, May May 2nd, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so May 2nd. What they could do is they could put, they could sprinkle a couple of other little games around it, maybe some third-party titles, some other, like, backlog titles, like maybe your Dying Light 2s or things like that. Maybe even Dead Island 2 might find its way in there at some point. Who the hell knows? But I'm just saying these are games that might, like, they might sprinkle in there. Isn't Wo Long in there at some point? Um, yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? They could put those games in there, carry them over the summer, and hopefully, fingers crossed, that Redfall lands the way they want it to, and it becomes a hit. Well, that would be enough to carry them for let's say two or three months, and then two or three months, you know, you get a you, you know you get a bit of a mulligan for like August, let's say, and then you launch Forza Motorsport in September. Because at the end of the day, I know people don't like you know people don't say uh, think it all the time, but Sony is their direct competition, and they're going to have to draw attention away from Sony because Sony is going to be launching Spider Man Two, and God knows what else. If you think Sony's going to walk into fall with just Spider Man Two, you're, you're sadly mistaken. Something else is going to be in there. We don't know what it is, but something else is going to be in there. Maybe factions too, like Last of Us or whatever, uh, especially riding off the popularity of the show. They're going to have to launch with more than two big games in the fall. Starfield obviously can carry. However, I think that Forza and Starfield is a good one-two punch for the fall. I would say from a September to November, 
right in there. You put those two games in there, you got a solid fall lineup. On top of like all these backlog games that you got from Game Pass that you're launching for the rest of the year. I think this is a great strategy. So that's I'm not too sad to see that, you know, get pushed to the fall. Uh, the shadow drop of Hi-Fi. Fantastic idea. Uh, Special Nick said it best. Doesn't give anybody enough time to bitch about it. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't give you any time. It's just like when you're about to get into a fight, it's better to just punch the guy in the mouth before he says anything. So at least you got the shot in. You know what I mean? So you do that, and there it is. But you know what the thing is? A $30 game, to me, I haven't played it yet. My kids, actually, you know what's funny? My kids are playing it right now upstairs because I downloaded it for them. I'm like, give me a try. Let me know what it's like because I got to do the show. So uh, they're, they're playing it right now. Uh, here's the thing. $30 game leads me to believe that Tango is still working on a AAA title behind the scenes. So I are. think, yeah. personally, yeah. I think that because this game launched the way it did, um, like, or like Shadow dropped the way it did, I think they're still working on a Evil Within 3. Um, you got to go with a big, you got to go with a big punch. They tried the, what is it? The, what the hell is it called? Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. It's that's still going to come to game pass at some point. Right. Just, uh, just like the, yeah, way I Death think in March, I think it March is. 25th. Oh, okay. okay. So there you go. Right. So it's going to be dropping right in there. So that's fine. I still think an evil within three is in the works. And, uh, I think that's probably what they're secretly working on. Now I have a feeling we might see something like that at E3 or maybe an XO at the end of the year. Um, other than that, I got to say, uh, Redfall. Like I said, looks great, looks fun. It'll be different once we once it's in our hands. That's the key to all of this. Once it's in our hands, we're going to see exactly how this plays, how the connectivity works, how the teamwork works, so to speak, uh, how the game actually you know manifests itself. Like for example, I was really excited. I'm not. I'm not crap talking Redfall at all. So don't you know? I don't want anybody to get all crazy on me. But I will say this: that other one back was it back for blood. Yeah. I played it with a couple of people in the community. It sucked. I hated it. And it looked magnificent. It showed really, really well. Okay. And I was excited for it. I'm like, this looks fantastic. It looks great. It looks basically like it's like a Left 4 Dead uh, with a little bit of a twist to it, this and that. As soon as I got it in my hands, it was like, this is trash. We played it for an hour. And even guys, even other YouTubers and guys in the community were like, you know what, man, I'm done with this. And, and like, this is just not it. Redfall has to hit. Okay. So if Redfall hits, then we're gonna then we're golden. Um, and that's pretty much it. I gotta say, oh, by the way, uh Dutch, the fact that you bet beer against a German, what a bad idea. Because if he wins, you're broke. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay, because there's only there's only wow. two other people in the world that can handle that can handle uh, 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 beer better than Canadians, like myself. Irish. Well, I'm Italian Canadian, so that's a bad combination. But you know what? It's the Germans and the Irish. So I gotta tell you, it's a bet. I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm a Dutch Georgie with German heritage. Okay, well, so, you bet. Yeah, it, well, it, you know. It's going to be a challenge. Basically. He looks like a Viking. He's fine. A lot of can Steins probably drink all this under the table. Well, hey, 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 hey. We'll, we'll test that out in June. Uh, anyways, um, all joking aside, I give this show a 9 out of 10. Okay. Uh, it was a shock to me, to be quite honest. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Uh, it was as good as it was. And you know what? They got to keep that kind of uh, that, that kind of the pacing and intensity up. Uh, you know, you keep it light. You keep it happy. You keep it entertaining. This is what's going to bring people back. And at the same time, informative and give dates. Yes. You give the dates. You give people something to look forward to. And that's the, that's the key to all this. I thought it was a fantastic show. Great shadow drop. That was a nice surprise. Overall, 9 out of 10. Can't complain. And I, honest to God, um, even though Xbox has dropped the ball here and there, especially especially over the last year, I got to say this game, or sorry, this show uh, makes me look forward to the next show. So I can't wait till they announce the next one. And I'm like, great. I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Because you know what? We got Compulsion in the wings. We got all these yes. other uh, the teams in the wings doing stuff. Who knows what they're up to? So anyways, overall, I'll pass the mic. Great show. Pong, welcome to the show, brother. 
All right, brother. Well, thanks so much for being here, dude. I know I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to bring in a few other people, and we're going to try and get this show done on time. Thank you so much for hanging out. Let me bring uh, K. Asante back into the mix. Um, oh, oh, there, there you go. Oh, hold on a sec. Where are you, K. Asante? There you go. Jerome TJ, we will get to you, brother. Listen, Mav, I, I want to go to Mav next because he was podcasting earlier. He's probably exhausted. So we're going to get his hot 15, 10, 15 minutes take, and then we're going to get try and get everyone in here. Hargeet will be next after him, brother. Uh, Mav, you guys were streaming it live. You were watching it. Uh, the, the sediment from a lot of people in the community seemed to be they were presently surprised by, by, the, by the show because it was very on Xbox, if you will, in a good way. What are your grades? And more importantly, what was, what, you know, how, did it, how, how did you feel the production value was? Production value was absolutely amazing. Like, I got to say, they like, they nailed it on the production value because you think developer direct, this was going to go one of two ways. Something like this, which reminded me kind of like the old school, like behind the scenes dev videos we used to get mm-hmm. all the time, but you know, that we all used to love. And then we have the things like, like Halo does all the time now where they just sit at a desk and they kind of like talk about stuff for like an hour and then show you a little bit. And it's like, and then they never live up to the expectations of what they actually say they're going to do anyway. Right. So the, the key to this show was that they set expectations, right? Very clearly. They said what was going to be here, but then they exceeded them, right? They didn't just meet the expectations. They exceeded the expectations of what was actually shown. Uh, not only that, but they had the talking right with the devs, uh, just straight to the point, getting the information out there of what was important. And then you had a bunch of eye candy with amazing gameplay all the way through, Right. So it was extremely well-paced. They dedicated the right amount of time to each game. And then you did have the extra one thing, right? Setting that up to exceed those expectations to like get that extra hype with a shadow drop, right? It was something we always wonder at every show. Is there going to be a shadow drop? Just one more shadow drop, right? Mm -hmm. And they actually delivered something. And how the hell as leaky as Xbox has been over the last several years. Now I know this game has leaked, right? But nobody said that this was going to be a shadow drop today at no. the Dev Direct, right? So how the no. hell did they pull that off? That was absolutely amazing, right? So I got to go through the games real quick, right? Um, Minecraft Legends looks actually like way bigger and better than I thought. I w- mm-hmm. was really impressed with what they showed there. They uh, showed all of the elements of building the bases out and, and then the co-op gameplay to make it seem like much more of a full-fledged strategy game that's extremely deep, right? So that has guys like me and Pong really excited to dive into this because uh, it was either going to be a, a, a RTS game, a strategy game that was like a light version, or it was going to be deeper. And it seems like this is going to be a really unique take on the genre. So it's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, then we had Elder Scrolls Online. They actually uh, regained some interest there. They're doing the whole like, uh, 20 pieces of content for free for a limited time, which is a really cool idea to uh, gain interest back into that. Um, and then we had the two big stars of the show for me was Forza Motorsport and Redfall, right? Yeah. Uh, Forza Motorsport absolutely blew me away. I mean, and not only did, did it look amazing, but they confirmed a bar that has not been hit yet uh, with, most games of generation, especially the competition, hitting 4K60 with ray tracing on track. They said that that was a confirmation. That a lot of questions were about that beforehand. But then the eye candy of actually showing the close-up images of the cars and then actual on-track gameplay 
if you weren't excited about Forza Motorsport, if you are a uh, sim racing fan, like Motorsport's more my jam than Horizon is, right? This elevated it even far beyond. Plus, we got details about 500 plus cars and then 20 environments. Yep. And all of this information, right? And then now we know tomorrow we get to see even more, right? Yeah. So they set that up perfectly. I'm super pumped for that to see what we're going to have tomorrow. I don't think we're going to get a date tomorrow. I don't think that's something they would have held off for for a show yet tomorrow when they could have revealed that today. Um, but I'll get into my date predictions here in a, in a minute. Um, Redfall, uh, I didn't see anything to dissuade me or persuade me more than I was already in on it, right? Like, yeah. I've already seen plenty of stuff about Redfall for a while now. They've shown gameplay. They told us about what this game is a lot. The Games Radar article they had recently was really good about giving us information. Here they just showcased that and actually showed what's in this game to everybody uh, and leave it to Mag to try and keep alive the Left for Dead and Back for Blood comparisons. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Mag for that. I was, I was sure that was finally going to be dead, but then Mag had to say Back for Blood and Left for Dead in the same sentence as Redfall. Uh, it is not any of those games whatsoever. Uh, this is an arcane game, and I feel like a lot of talks been about the gunplay with this game. Um, but for me, the most thing, the thing that stands out, and the thing that stands out in most arcane games is the environment, right? Yeah. It's a it's an environment storytelling game, right? You're in there, you're immersed. You know they're going to tell a story out over time, and then the thing that's different about this arcane game is you can do it with friends. And they explained how the content's going to be to where you can kind of go and do whatever you want, but then you have that main line you can kind of plow through as well. Yeah. So I think that game could actually be way bigger than and hit harder than a lot of people anticipate, uh, because if you those arcane games review really well. Right. They usually do. So if you add that element and this is another like arcane hit. Right. Plus you add the co-op thing to it. You have cross play between Steam, PC, Game Pass, Xbox, Game Pass, all that stuff. You have a chance for for arcane to have a much bigger game, like with the amount of people that play it than they've ever had before. Also, especially with a day one launch. Right. Uh, so and then you had the surprise Hi-Fi Rush. Right. I have not had a chance to. I'm going to stream it tonight after the show. Um, it looks really cool. I, I said when we were co-streaming it earlier that it gave me Sunset Overdrive vibes, right? And uh, from what everybody's saying right now, this looks like a nice surprise. It looks like a nice surprise that they dropped, and I agree with Nick and everybody that has said that this is the right way uh, to launch this game so you don't give people um, a chance to crap on it for like two months because it doesn't look like a triple A, you know, banger or whatever they kind of say. Um, instead, you just drop it out there and say, hey, world, here's our game. Uh, let us know what you think. And from early responses, it seems like it's very, very, very positive. Um, so a shout out to Tango Gameworks, right? I mean, already all these Zenimax Bethesda studios are like paying such huge dividends for Xbox. So you got Obsidian with multiple titles. You got a Tango Gameworks now is going to have two games hitting this year. In, uh, in Game Pass with Ghostwire Tokyo and uh, Hi-Fi Rush. You know, you have uh, Arcane already with with uh, another big release this year. Um, grounded from Obsidian. I mean, it's just like thing after thing after thing from those studios. 
Uh, well, Obsidian wasn't partisan. Mexico, I was just going to say, yeah, did you just I'm throw sorry, that yeah. in there, brother? I did. I, I did. <laughs> he I did. did. I'm sorry. It's okay. We know what he means. Yeah. Yeah. We know what he means. Yeah. Did those acquisitions all okay. over the last it's several okay. years. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. New Vegas okay? is still the best, bro. I agree with you. <laughs> it is. It is. No, th- but this is like the new Xbox, right? Like the kicking this show off the way they did uh, in January. Not to mention, we also got the GoldenEye news today. Plus, we also got um, news of the Game Pass games coming out soon as well, which were pretty good as well uh this is not just for me this this show didn't just start off the uh year for xbox it started off for me this new era of xbox right and i think this i know xbox guys listen to your show boom right it's been confirmed now because they have created this developer direct and per our request right Yes. (laughs) yes so shout out to everybody from xbox who's watching this right now Keep this format. Give us two more shows like this a year. Do one the day after your big E3 show, right? Do one like late September or something like that. Let's have more of these because it gives us more insight into what you're working on. And I freaking love it. Um, 9.5 out of 10 for me. Strong. The the minus 0.5, again, is the uncertainty from Forza Motorsport because of the release date. If they had gave us that release date, it would have been a 10. Um, the interesting other note was there was no mention of the Starfield deep dive at the end of this, which some of us thought they may mention here, like two weeks away, tune into Starfield or whatever. But here's where I'm going to get into the date predictions. Okay. So we got April, right? April was, uh, Minecraft legends, correct? And then we got, yep. uh, Redfall is May 2nd. Those are right. spaced a few weeks apart, like three weeks apart. Right. So I would put, because we didn't get the date for Forza yet. They have not still moved off that first half thing quite yet, so I will predict June, but they just okay. don't know exactly what day for June yet. It could be a late Ooh. June, mid-June, whatever. But if we say Mar- or say April, Minecraft Legends, we say May, uh, Redfall, we say June, Forza Motorsport, what does that leave? What does that leave, everybody? That leaves March, March. for the first Stay half of this week. year, baby, for Starfield. Yes. Three twenty three twenty three. I'm still keeping it alive. It's it's not <laughs> let's, let's go. I am cemented in this. I am not it's backing not, off until they it's miss the still date. January. I'm just saying. It, it is still January. They have not. This show did nothing to change my mind about that. Because if they had had Starfield at this show, what would we all be talking about right now? We would be talking about Starfield. That's all, all right. we'd be talking about, right? It'd be thirty minutes of Starfield and five minutes of everything else, right? Instead, <laughs> we get to talk about all these glorious games that we just got. We got all the stuff now. Let's say, like, next week, they say, hey, guys, uh, we also got this Starfield deep dive coming up in two weeks, right? They hit that, announce the March release date. You have a, over a whole month to give nothing but full-fledged marketing with that Super Bowl commercial, mind you, yep. as well, and uh, <laughs> give us that March 23rd. Then you hit every three weeks or so. You have a big time release leading up to June, and then at E3, you have a clean slate. Oh, I got to keep that hope alive, boy, because you talk <laughs> about hitting that E3 time in June, then you have a clean slate to reveal the next 12 months of Xbox. Whew, let's go. This is a new era of Xbox. They actually have a game like Hi-Fi Rush in your back pocket. In your back pocket. Beforehand with the old Xbox, they would have had to market this like a big time deal, right? Yeah. They wouldn't have had enough. They would have had to say, well, we got this big hi-fi rush game coming. Everybody get excited about it. We'd be like, oh, this is great. Whatever, you know. You know, but now we know we got Starfield. We got Redfall. We got Forza. We got all these other games that they've announced. We got Avowed. You know, we got Fable, Perfect Dark coming in 2020, 
nine or whatever the hell it's going to come out. I don't know. <laughs> but we know these games are coming, right? But to have something in your back pocket like Hi-Fi Rush is going to surprise people. That is what we're here for. And I Game Pass, guess what? 30 bucks, you can buy it, or you can just subscribe to Game Pass and get to try it out. Uh, I, dude, they, they nailed it today. They absolutely freaking nailed it. I'm sold on this uh, this format. Let's keep it going. Thank you, brother. I can't wait to see you. Where are you going to be streaming in a little bit? Uh, tell everyone about that before you get on out of here, brother. Yeah, fun, fun speculation. I'll be streaming Hi-Fi Rush tonight. I will have to put it on streamer mode so you won't get to hear Nine Inch Nails. or Yeah, but Fallout the fact Boy that they added that is whatever. tremendous. Yeah. The, 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 that's, a, that's a big deal. So if you want to stream the game without getting hit with, you know, uh, you know, w- w- yeah. with, uh, strikes or, 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 or yeah, some you know, games tags. don't have it, man. And yeah, it's like, it's, if you have Liza Slicen's music, it's like a must, right? It like is a it, must, hundred yeah. percent. Strong stuff, Amayev. Yeah. Thank you so much for stopping by, brother. We will see you uh, much later. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you next week on the uh, new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast, brother. Yeah, I'm hoping I'll be able to be here on Tuesday. Shout out to this amazing panel. Hey, I got to give a shout out real quick before I head out to you, Boom, because nobody oh, brings you, the community together. Like, oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you. It's, it's yeah, we love it. We so. love doing it. We love you that you're a part of it, brother. Hugs and kisses to everybody at home. We'll see you later, bro. Yeah, peace out. All right, brother. Uh, uh, Hargeet, listen. Yeah. You have been. You, 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 my friend, have been. Uh, hold on, hold on. There we go. Okay, so we brought John TJ into it. We're going to get to him in a second. There He's got he his new camera and mic. Uh, Hargeet, uh, like myself, we have been uh, hard on Microsoft uh, for. Some of the way they did shows. The, a lot of the times they let us down. I don't think that's the sediment tonight. I think they delivered and having uh, a high fi rush in your back pocket. The way the way the Mav talked about it. What a great, what a great surprise, dude! Like really, <laughs> what a great, great surprise. Yeah. So uh, think back to to 2022 when they didn't have to de- delay Starfield and Redfall, and what they had in their back pocket would have been Pentiment and Grounded, right? right? And unfortunately, because those AAAs weren't there, it soured those games, right? Yeah. Um, and Pentiment came out and had really good critical reviews, right? It, it's it's apparently a good game if you give it a chance. Grounded is also pretty fun if you haven't played it. I, I put 50 hours in it. I'm halfway through. Uh, great game, right? But if they had the AAA games to go with it, 2022 would also have you know, that kind of impact. It's sad that that unfortunately didn't happen, right? But... Uh, this show was uh, was very well done. I, I, you know, the the idea that you know they've had before with these Twitch streamers and wasting oh, hours awful. of talking. <laughs> like, dude, seriously, just give me the goddamn game trailer. Right. I don't even want to. <laughs> like, what are you doing to me? Um, so you know, I usually would watch them afterwards so I can skip through the crap. Like, <laughs> why do I need this stuff? Like, seriously, it's it's so like so. Thank God they didn't do that. The pacing was great talked so instead of having interview style it was the developer just telling you what i you know why i'm making this game right what you're gonna love about this and then go show it you know like just split right right there there's the gameplay right we we did these cool things and show it right there there you go that's what we did right and then go back and talk it was great right so that you know and they had like the the developers of, of minecraft legends and like how they work things in there and then show it to you right and I think that was very well done, right? That like, why are you going to play this game? Because this is what we did. This is why we're we're, we're uh, enthusiastic about it. That's why we're pumped about this game. We want you to play it, right? Uh, I think that was pretty cool. Um, you know, having Hi-Fi Rush, I did play it for probably about an hour. Um, yeah, it seems like a pretty cool game. I played um, Metal Hellsinger, 
And one thing I didn't like about that, when I did go through about like a couple of hours of it, is that you have to actually hit on the button, you know, the, the button on the, the, the timing. Whereas this one doesn't require that. You can just hit the button and it'll make that timing. Well, it doesn't right punish there. you, right? Yeah, that's what then, it sounded and then, like. And then you can keep going from there, right? Then the beat keeps going from there, which it just from a gameplay perspective is so much easier because normally you just want to go attack like whatever you're attacking, right? And then for me, that, that was it just made it a lot more accessible. Um, so that was that was pretty cool so far. Um, the not having the release date for for Forza. This is the part that's very interesting, right? So this was the thing that Matt Booty was telling me about this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to release these games. <laughs> this this is where they are, and it's it's a fair thing, right? So yeah, March we don't th- March is going to have Ghostwire, uh, and it's going to have Wolong. Uh, and you do you you could put something else there. I mean, already we have three first party games this month with GoldenEye, with um, with uh, Hi Fi Rush, and with Age of Empires two right coming in on console right so we got three first party games granted you know uh, it will also be on switch for for goldeneye but whatever um so that that's a lot of games in just january to start the year right uh and then you know february uh you you, you get into um uh 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 why am i missing the atomic heart atomic heart right and you know mm-hmm. that is not a, a, an exclusive however day and date right and again they could fit something in there right especially when that whole vr thing kind of comes in later in the month they could try to do something there but atomic heart hits i think on the end that's 21st something like that 21st yeah yeah so either earlier in the month you do something right so they could possibly fit something in. this is where they start to get into that that you know issue now right so march i don't know if i would put something in there if you already have two mm-hmm. games two triple a games coming in right uh, you, 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 March is stacked too. You got Star Wars, Resident Evil Four. Uh, you, you know, exactly. it's too much, and it just starts to become a problem. Like, what do you fit in? April. Now we have Minecraft Legends. Maybe that doesn't resonate with a lot of people. Maybe that is a month that you can put in a Forza, right? right. So that might be a good foil, right? Because they're very different games. Um, so that might work there. Um, you know, February also has a very very big game in Hogwarts, which I, you know, whether we. Uh, whether it lands or not, it is selling like hotcakes, right? So, um, and now we know uh, May is going to be Redfall. Granted, it's also Zelda, right? So uh, that's another interesting month. Now this is where it becomes interesting with June. Diablo 4 potentially could be, by that time, a first-party game. Uh, Do you go into ABK and say, you know what, let's slow down the crunch, move that out to September or October, and we'll, we'll slot in either Forza or Starfield? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the thing with March, I would love to see it come out in March for Starfield. I just don't think it's it's viable. And the reason I say that is I want them to go all out. I want them to create a Starfield console, a Starfield controller. I want a Starfield collector's edition. And you can't do that. It's just it, unless they've already got that all staged, it, you, you can't announce it that short a window and actually have the inventory go out. Right. So. I don't think it would be that. It, you know, in a game like that, you usually have a four-month lead-in on the release date to actual release, and that's a more likely thing. So if they have a February yep. show, you're not going to see it like before June, exactly. right? Exactly. So, I'm right there with you. And, and right so there June is like the perfect slot for it, right as a foil to Final Fantasy 16. It's coming as a PS5 exclusive, JRPG, massive franchise. You've got your version of it, right? 
Western RPG, massive Bethesda, boom, right? So you can put that right there, right around that release time, right? Just have to move Diablo out of the way. But this this might be a, a thing where ABK is not done. And they're like, you know what? We don't care. Diablo can get overridden by, by Starfield because it's not really our game yet. I don't know. This is the stuff they have to go figure out, right? Maybe they don't want to do that to ABK because they're looking to buy them. I, you, you, we don't know, right? So uh, this becomes an interesting thing. Now, let's say they move uh, you know, Forza out to September, which is the general time that Forza comes out anyways, right? So that doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. This is, you know, it, it, it's just a slotting in now. They could have it finished and they just don't have the ability to release it because of where it's going to fit on the calendar. Yeah. Uh, you put something out in July and August. Generally, you don't unless it's a smaller game. Forza isn't really a smaller game. Could it land and do, you know, deal, uh, you know, with being during the summer? It could, but why do that? Why not put it in its normal release month? Usually September is when, when you get Forza. Right. If, if you're going to do, you know, <laughs> July or August, just put it out. And, and and so that that kind of is where they are. And now if if it's the same thing with um, with Starfield that look, the game's done. We just can't slot it in. We don't know where to put it. And because of that, it's got to come out later. You know what? I'm OK with that because that that makes sense to me. And if they just come out and tell us, look, I we just didn't want to override all these other games. We've got too much in the pipeline. Right. And it, it's done. But we just we're going to put it out here. Just because that's that's the way it is right now. We still have okay. Liza P. We don't know when that's coming either, right? So, and that's one of those day and date Game Pass games, right? And I think there's several others. There's replaced and right all these other games that are coming. Limp right? Rock, so much. Okay. Yes, Arc Two, right? And <laughs> that's yeah. coming, right? So, anyways, did somebody ask something? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. 2023 is ridiculous, and you are the king of the codes. Can you please buy me Dead Space? <laughs> I, I, I already asked Tom Henderson. I already tried to convince Tom Henderson to buy me Dead Space, and he literally told me to get effed. Oh wow! Can, that is hilarious. I have the DM. He told me. He told me to like. He actually said to me, he goes, look, if, uh, if you're desperate, I'll get you Dead Space. Oh, wow. I said, look, I'm not desperate, but I'm Hergie, being cheap Hergie and I'm trying to scab it off you. And he goes, go get effed. Hargi, if you do that, I'm, I'm, I'm kicking you from the you, wow. You're the king of the codes. You buy, you get everyone codes. 2023 is ridiculous. Can you get me Dead Space, please? I want to apologize on behalf of the rest of uh, the Xbox. That is why I was here. Uh, Come on, Hargi, please. We're friends. <laughs> yeah well the codes are for the community oh not for the, you know, the 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 podcasters i'm part of the thank community you, thank no, you it's for their yeah. listeners dude <laughs> oh my god I love it. it's like santa <laughs> it's like sorry brother it's like the ho 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 moment from uh from um um uh ralphie Oh, oh, oh. Push him right listen, down the Listen, slide. wait a minute. Wait a minute. <clears throat> One minute, Nick is raising his hand and telling Nintendo that he be he will be their whale. And the next minute, he's begging for codes. Something wrong. <laughs> That's why. Oh, my right. money's <laughs> my money is like cup, compartmentalized. So. <laughs> the whale eats small, I told, I told little, small little, you know, entities in the ocean. That's oh, first, the Nick, dog. I got to say, I've never seen so anybody cool. volunteer to be a whale. You are the first, <laughs> sir. That is, that is awesome. I have my Fortnite money oh, that's there for all the Fortnite skins. And then I have like the money I got for Christmas, which I used to get that PlayStation Edge controller. But 
there's not much left for games. So I need help. This is going to be a game pass. Edge controller instead of buying a game you want. <laughs> yes, that's right. Unbelievable. But Our anyhow, game. as far yeah, as yeah, my yeah. rating, uh, yeah. I would give it a nine. I like. I really liked the format. Thank God there was no Twitch streamer. They didn't yeah. have anybody. It was nobody hosting. It was perfect. Just yep. show me like actual stuff. Great. Just show like little clips from the, the developers. Actual gameplay. Fantastic. Right. Short, concise. Each each game got its time. Uh, and I think most of those games look yeah. compelling. But look, I play everything. Right. So mm -hmm. I will install all those games and try them. Uh, and so I I actually got some Halo Wars vibes with uh, with Minecraft Legends. So I'm like that. That sounds pretty cool. It did cool give to us me. give off those RTS so vibes I, for sure. Hey, this, yeah. If they don't go crazy with it, that's one of the things I don't like about RTS is they can go very crazy into all the systems, and then you have to, like, dude, Halo Wars is nice and simple, and it makes it fun to just play. And if they could keep it like that, right, that could be a fun game. So, uh, but yeah, so I like the show. I like the games. Uh, Shadow Drop, man, like this is so good. They actually get a Shadow Drop, right? Yeah. Boom, mm -hmm. here it is. Right, and you just get the game today. I love it. Um, you know, I, hopefully they do that in E3. Like they hopefully have another one in their back pocket, and you know, Maybe right potions today, game. go play it. <laughs> right, yeah. it'd be awesome. Um, they, but yeah, they have so I give it a good nine. Uh, nice. the, the, and and I think this is going to be a problem going forward with the release dates because of too many games. Right, yeah. they're probably talking to those other games that you know, like the third party ones. Uh, and and they don't know like they're fluid as to which month they're going to try to release in. And they're like, well, we don't want to override them, right? So we have to figure out what's going to work. Uh, and you know, this is the part of the the deal they have. They had so many games moved from last year to this year that it's going to be fun for them to try to figure this out. So there might be some you know push into the fall. And if it, if that happens, it happens. I still hope they have other games uh, that they were planning to release this year uh, that come out in the fall. But we'll see, right? So. And that's kind of where that is. As far as doing this format again, they need to add third parties too. I think they should add some of the third party games mm -hmm. to the same kind of thing. Um, having the same thing with an Atomic Heart, for instance, would be kind of cool, right? So just to get people in, involved into what's going on, maybe this would have been a format for Liza P. Here's the 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 you know the uh, release date, and here's the developer direct with them, That'd right? Cool. Just to, to you know go over what's going to happen, you know, going to happen with that game, right? I, I think this is a cool format, and I, hopefully they do it more often. Uh, and involve third parties as, as as well as their first parties. So yeah, I, I I liked it. Very very cool. Nice nice. Crispy bomb. Let's get you in on the opinion, brother. You had a chance to take a look at it. You you like myself have been very vocal about how they do things. Did they deliver today? They did deliver. Boom. I mean, and it's one of those things. Like you keep saying what you say, and you, you kind of you know you're. You're not trying to be some console bigot or something like that. You just you kind of look at things and say, you know, like PlayStation and Nintendo, they kind of do things a little differently into their own tune in ways. And 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 you look at like, you know, some of the you know, Nintendo Directs and and some of the state of plays, and you look at them and you say, Man, you know. Could Xbox do this correctly? And I say yes. They've proven that. They can. Um, if there's going to be any talking, let's hear from the developer. Let's hear it from the person that has been working the hardest on the game. Let's hear from them. 
Now, you want to you want to bring up scripted this and that. That's fine, but these people aren't on camera. I mean, they they acknowledge the fact of how big these things are right now, and like you see those those hot takes at the end of the show and this and that, and you're like, man, like these are real people that do real things that give us enjoyment in life, and and I look at that and I say. It takes a lot of courage to be like, yeah, I'll be the one. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and you look at what they provided and I, I, I'm going to be upfront right now. 9.5 out of 10. It would have been a 10 if Forza had a release date. Yeah, I that's, that's exactly that. what I said. And that's yep. where I go and I say that. Xbox. You do. If you do another developer direct right after, you know, in between E3 and the game awards, you do that. Okay. Any game you announce or, or show or whatever, even if it's a shadow drop, like you did with hi-fi rush. Okay. If that's a shadow drop, have a damn date. Okay. Cause hi-fi rush is that day. And we're kind of, I've heard of it. Like I wasn't super surprised. But at the same time, I was like, I was like, wait, now? Today? You know what I mean? And it looks like a comic book. And I, I get you know, have the PlayStation fanboys be like, oh, this this looks like trash. This and that. Dude, how many people played Pediment? A whole hell of a lot compared to what I would play it. I'm I'm not that type of gamer. Like, I'm not gonna go through these these word plays and this and that. But I'll tell you right now, I remember Parappa the Rapper. Yes. Everybody remember that? That Love was that old game. school. Okay? Great game. And that's Great what that game. reminded me of. Okay. Yeah. And on top of it, and on top of it, I, I, I completely agree with Special Nick because you know what? You look at Bleeding Edge, and I know a lot of gamers that are still trying to play that game. Sometimes it takes hours. And they're still trying to play that game, but they released it too early. And this was like, bam, here you go. Have fun. And you know what? You could look at Grounded and say, everybody trashed that game when it's in preview. But guess what? That game be, be selling. People are playing it. People are enveloped in it. And then you look at like Minecraft Legends. I mean, come on, dude. You know what I mean? That's going to be a sleeper hit. You watch, I get people, oh, we have 20 million people playing it. And Microsoft's going to announce that. People are like, oh, that's not true. And hey, are you going to listen to the fanboys? Because I'm not a fanboy. I just love Xbox because they give me multiplayer experiences. I mean, Redfall, oh, day one, bro. No doubt about it. Day freaking one. I mean, that game, it is a chef's kiss to Arcane. And how they do games, but bringing multiplayer in it? Oh, it's gonna, dude. When when that that vampire, you go up and it was like the first three minutes or something, and you see that vampire and he blacks out the whole freaking area. I was like, whoa, this is trippy. You know what I mean? This is this is an experience you don't get all the time, and that's that's where I look at you know what they did, and I think it was completely right, but. Every game you need to show on a developer, I think you should continue to do exactly what you just did. 
Yep. Just make sure it has a a release date. That's yeah. what we want. And I th- think if you do that, that would have been ten. I, I couldn't believe that the the passion you could see in the developers was there, and there was so many di- different developers. And and that's where you go and say like, Phil, like you're on to something. Don't change it, but also listen to us. And and that's the way I looked at it. And I thought it was it was the best show I've ever seen from them because they truly listened to us. And I thought that was incredible. And I thought yeah. that was something that as a gamer, you got to tip your hat to. I mean, listen, you gave your score 9.5 out of 10. I took off a half a point just like you for the no uh, date for Forza. Uh, I yeah, I agree. I, I think you knocked it out of the park. Listen, uh, we are going to get Pong Soul and Drawn TJ, but I do want to get to Mother One. He's got to get on out of here. Uh, one uh, uh, one OPM, uh, obviously one part of the Xbox era, who's really not supposed to be here according to contractual <laughs> situations, which are I don't know what he's the, doing, yeah. the, the power of double barrel. At least he's not you. begging for codes. At least, I don't know if get <laughs> I, I'm, hey. I'm trying to be the good representative. Of Xbox <laughs> I'm Greek I'm Australian. We're notoriously cheap. <laughs> uh, OBM, listen, uh, oh, you have had goodness. a lot to say about their past uh, shows. This is, a, this is a great way to start. Uh, uh, first of all, it's a great way to start a year that's expected to be one of the best years in Xbox gaming. But more so than that, they didn't have a good week prior to this show. Uh, obviously, the Halo stuff is going to mm-hmm. sting for a long time. You are a Halo fan. You have a show dedicated to it. Uh, I have some real heavy feelings on that because I'm such a fan. Then, of course, you had the layoffs. Now, again, it's not just Microsoft. You know, it's it's tech the tech world. It's just a lot of people lost their jobs, and it's very sad. But game, keeping it for gaming, Xbox did have some some areas that they did lose people, and it's and it's terrible to see. I think they needed this win. This is the, at least in most most people you've spoken to on the panel so far gives gives it a W. But we're interested to get your thoughts. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you mentioned a bad week. I. I think for you know somebody who's been on the platform since uh, like two weeks after the the system came out, and it's been my primary platform in that time. You know, I think the last twelve months has been kind of uh, you know actually ever since the ABK announcement, it seems like it's been uh, you know a lot more drama than than you know uh, than the good stuff, right? And a lot of speculation over you know what's going on at this studio and when's these games coming out and things like that and you know we came off the keelys where you know there wasn't anything uh and I, that was kind of like the cherry on top of 2022 uh, in a bad way but uh, and i think everybody here remembers how we were all uh quote unquote slapped in the face <laughs> um at that time but like right after the show we started started hearing about the fact that microsoft was planning something you know coming up early in the year uh and i kind of step back and go oh okay i think i get what's going on uh they decided to write off 2022 like let's just this is the end of that era and 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 mav kind of stole some of my thunder because you know how refreshing was this uh for 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 me like one of the weaknesses i yeah i mean this is like uh this is something that was definitely needed that you know my marketing and messaging has always been uh, one of the weaknesses of of Xbox, even you know, I'd say ever ever since uh, Peter Moore 
kind of left. I think it's been a struggle for them. And uh, I think what they did here is they they decided last year they they could have put um, Hi-Fi Rush into uh, the Game Awards and they didn't. They decided you know what we're gonna we're gonna put all our we're gonna move everything to next year. This is gonna be a new era. Um, they brought in people from Netflix. This is a new marketing team. And that was one of the things, like, I was even, you know, talking about that in our Discord, like, at the end of last year. I was like, well, maybe we'll just, let's just see what happens. Because it, it really is a brand new era of everything. I think this is kind of like that tipping point of, like, all right, all the, all that, all the sort of residue and residual issues that came from not investing, from the old, you know, the old Xbox and everything like that. That kind of was, like. That was the tail end of it, and this year is, is we're going to start this off, uh, and um, you know basically this is a, this is the new era, um, yeah, and you know it's it's felt like over the last couple years or since the end of twenty twenty one that you know the Xbox platform has been kind of constipated. <laughs> it keeps it keeps adding games and to the just wait list, uh, and today I feel like with some release dates, uh, a shadow drop. Maybe Xbox finally took some prune juice and <laughs> you can see some relief coming. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, Boom, and right after. This <laughs> is why you don't have Abe on the show. <laughs> he starts talking about constipation. Oh, he starts talking about prune juice. <laughs> what? I mean, you know what? And, well, and, and, personal with the audience. And, and, if, and if we start putting the list to get together of the. the crazy s that uh nick says i it would be longer so it's all good (laughs) (laughs) and actually you know it's it's interesting too because like right after this uh one of the things i think (laughs) i'm gonna go do is finish our xbox arrows top 15 list which is due for me i'm we're a little past due i'm gonna try to get that in before the end of the year uh actually then this weekend but uh you know i'm looking at that list like we all voted on it 15 of us and it's like two-thirds of these games are on game pass and it's got like these big hitters and stuff so again like i just look at today as sort of like the first step right like this is the tipping point we're going to kind of move forward off this um and I, I i will echo some of the things people were talking about when it comes to the a game like hi-fi rush and you know what people said about previous games that came up there like grounded and, you know when grounded was shown it was blasted and the be and the reason is is because people didn't see the main course for xbox at the time and it's just like when you go to a restaurant and uh you know if if you if you don't get a good steak dinner if you don't get a good main course dinner the appetizers and the desserts they could be great but you're not going to go back there probably right and i think that was like the thing that that like as xbox fans a lot of people felt it's like where's the main course where's the main course when you deliver something like hi-fi rush with the main course like a Redfall, like the forza i just think it lands a lot better and that's why you're just seeing this positive energy around it um and for me like this seeing something like that is was extremely refreshing and it also represents like this next era i mean we're so used to the old xbox being the you know the shooter box and things and and today here you go it's like you got a nice mix you do have a shooter you do have a racing game but you also have family friendly you have a a vibrant japanese like sega like it's something that just represents old school sega and it's somebody who's like on the og xbox that was sega yeah, Se- Sega. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Se- everything Sega. they did today, 
Yeah, that you know. Hopefully, they're next. Right? Normally, when you say uh, Sega, uh, uh, we, we get a visit from uh, the man Everborn. himself. Unfortunately, he's sick. So, uh, yeah. Oh man, Everboard, yeah. <laughs> Everboard pops up. Sega, man, that and and how refreshing was seeing something like that? Like to me, that's that's probably the, one of the best looking games I've seen in this generation. Not technically, but just like just the the feel you get looking Art at style. it. Yeah, the art style and everything. It gives you it gives you those old school Dreamcast, early OG Xbox uh, day vibes, and uh, you know it's something that's been needed on the platform. So, uh, and last thing I'll just say, you know, about the, the the format and everything, I think it was a perfect amount of of talking and showing. I think you need. I, I wouldn't even scale back any of the talking. I think it you need that context. A studio like Arcane uh, that's made great games in terms of how they've been critically received never been able to sell them commercially because you go to e3 and do a two-minute trailer and just they, they kept showing death loop over and over with the action scenes that's never why you're going to love an arcane game is is because of the action it's because of the sandbox and you know the way you're going to approach these situations differently and in the world building uh and how the environments tell a story and i think giving them this amount of time allows a developer like that to show their game in the take the time to do it in the right way uh and they paced it well uh, whoever was working with them on on the cuts and everything, I think, never st- stood in one place too long. Uh, mm-hmm. Kept it yeah, going. I, I mean, just pacing pace. was is is the key. Yeah. Yeah, it, and well, even stuff like Minecraft, like big. I mean, let, let, you know. I mean, j- even games like Minecraft Legends, and I, I, you know, I I'll never play an MMO because I don't have time. But I was looking at that. I was like, man, this looks actually looks pretty cool. I, I thought that was pee break time. And then I was like, oh, this actually looks kind of neat. Like, if I had time, I might dive into this. Uh, I was looking at Minecraft Legends. I'm like, maybe my son plays. My son loves Minecraft. I love uh, strategy games. We really have never connected on a game like we both liked. And like, hey, maybe this is it. And they did a that- like. OBM, Go that ahead. gameplay loop. Uh, I I think you you remember you've played Brutal Legend before. It reminds me a bit of the Brutal Legend gameplay loop in the middle, where it turns into an RTS, a live action RTS. Saw that happen there. Always wondered why no one has ever taken that style before. It looks like this is a more full fleshed out version of that idea. You know, yeah. it's an RTS, but you're in the middle of the action doing it as well. I'm sure you've played it before. For those who don't, who haven't you played it, phenomenal, phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. I mean, if, if, if you're being, like if you're being recent, it, it would it would be like it would be like an RTS zone and division. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Well, I, think, I think you broke up a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did. OBM, go ahead. Yeah, no, like, I, I just, you know, like, it just the way they were describing it, right? Like, how he was describing the strategy here. And we just went in with all these archers and took it down. I was like, I started being able to, like, think about it. And I was like, oh, this might be kind of fun. Like, you would not get that in a two-minute trailer at E3. I didn't get that. When I saw when I saw Minecraft Legends pop up last E3, it was like, like you know, it didn't really, it didn't even resonate, right? I wasn't anything on my top list. But now I'm like, hey, this looks like something I want to dive into. So, uh, yeah, uh, I... A lot of the other point, you know, a lot of the points I have has been said by now. Um, I, I'll just say that uh, 
this is the format they need to keep going with. I, I think this is an excellent complement to the the fast paced E three where you just reveal yep. everything. Uh, I agree that I would love it if they would be able to do something like this for some third party day one Game Pass games like an Atomic yes, Heart, I agree. like a Stalker. That that would be great if they could start doing that as well and you know what maybe that's going to be that could be a way that you could, if they start to get the energy around these shows that that nintendo gets around their directs you actually now start to uh have another selling point to developers to put their da- games in game yep game Pass there you go yes like, hey, be part of our marketing and heck even if you don't sell as many on xbox all that marketing is going to translate to pc and other platforms and so uh, you know, like that is um, that that's a potentially a thing out there if they can continue to build on this. So, yeah, not, it was a nine out of 10 for me. I'm usually a harder grading scale. I, I, I kind of came in kind of low on uh, E3 uh, last year. Uh, the only the only real downside for me was the Forza uh, release date. So, yeah, most people. You know, that, but that's yeah. one of the things I came for. So because that wasn't there, that kind of stuck. But everything else, pacing, uh, format. Uh, really just the way the developers showed off their games. They did an excellent job. Nice. Strong. Thank you so much, brother. Music time. Music time. Boom. Music (laughs) in now. (laughs) Get the music guy. Oh my goodness. Pong soul. (laughs) Brother. Let's get, thank you so much. I'm going to head out guys. Um, Take take off brother. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it. Nick, uh, by by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, (laughs) for anybody who doesn't know, uh, who has, who knows an Australian, um, if you don't give them crap, they don't think you like them. So that's why I <laughs> you can leave now. I don't come back, how, please. So please give Nick as much crap as you can if you like Nick. But anyways, don't come back, Abe. Bye, 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 Abe. We'll see you later. Take care, dude. All right. So, uh, so Pong, let's get you in on the conversation, brother. Uh oh. Let's see. That's yeah. Fix uh, yeah uh, give Nick crap. There we go. Then. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're back to normal. Pong, talk about it, brother. You, you know, you first of all, you were shaking your head about the uh, about uh, everyone's thought and theories regarding yes. Starfield. I'm still three twenty three twenty three. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I have to. I'm gonna die in that hell. Uh, but yeah. this is this is what we've been waiting for, dude. This we have been waiting for this type of show. This was a very, cool. very in, uh, Nintendo Direct inspired uh, showcase. Uh, this, th- th- this, I'm gonna say this, and if you, you know, call me a bot, whatever you want to say. This, this outdoes anything Sony has done. This is the format they need to keep. Uh, I love the idea of doing a third-party focused Game Pass uh, centered a show. You get four big games in there. You give four developers a chance to sell their wares, all in Game Pass. You get people excited. You get them hyped. They need to have at least four of these shows per year. This was a great start, though. Yeah, no, definitely boom. Listen, anybody who doesn't uh, believe the talk, you can go back uh, nearly two years ago uh, when Zenimax was announced. Uh, we were right here, boom, on yes. Xbox Factor Podcast talking about, man, they are acquiring a lot of studios. They're going to have a lot of content. What are they going to do to market that content? Because you can't just rely on the big shows. You've got right. to have something else. We took a lot of flack. There's a lot of people who never want to hear that. There's a lot of people... Yeah. Who said we didn't know anything about marketing? We we have no business talking about it like they do with so many other things. But we were spot on, and obviously, whether you know Xbox was listening or they just came to the same conclusion internally that obviously you've got to give the spotlight to these games and you've got to give them a chance to shine. Otherwise, they get lost in the shuffle. People forget about them. Again, gamers have the shortest term memories in history 
when it comes to content. So you got to get it out there in front of them. So listen, I, I'm nothing but smiles today about this show. From the way that they did the graphics throughout the show, yes. and the way the pacing was handled, from having just the devs, and I and I gotta you know shout out to Crispy for starting to bring this up a little bit. I'm gonna expound upon it for a minute. The humans behind these games that we play are lost so often, especially in this industry, who holds on to secrets like it's nuclear codes. Okay. Um, to get the faces, some of the faces behind the games we're playing is huge. And I, I think that was a big moment for them right here. And again, even when they've done that in the past with the Twitch shows and that kind of stuff, all of it's lost in the noise because you got all these other people talking and you got all this other nonsense going on for three, four hours. And now today we got these just just them, just them telling them, telling us about the creations that they've been making about the art that they've been doing and giving us the lowdown on these games. And, and, and again, that is something special that I think we need more of in this industry. We've got devs complaining about toxicity in the community, all that kind of stuff. A lot of that goes because we don't know the people behind the stories. And this is a great way to start doing that more and more. So shout out to them for, for getting the spotlight and uh, for Xbox allowing this to happen this way, because I'm sure I'm, I, I'm sure that there was some back and forth about how they want to do this show, how they want to approach it. I'm sure there was a lot of, you know, some of the some of the older crowd within Xbox that's done it one way in the past and said, no, we've got to have this or we got to have whatever, whoever made this final decision. Great, great job. Um, so this is exactly the way I wanted it to play out. Um, so let's start, you know, again, the games. Um, Forza Motorsport, let's, again, this to me was the known, like if there is one developer that, you know, out of Xbox that you can say, they're just going to nail it. It's turn 10, okay? Now, yeah, you could throw in a couple other ones, but it's turn 10. Their history is second to none when it comes to the racing genre. They set the bar so high, others have tried to catch up and fail. And again, whenever they come out with one of these showcases, I was joking when we were, when we were streaming live, how many devs secretly hate turn 10 when they do their showcase for a new Forza because it sets a new standard because now that they've got 4k 60 ray tracing on track, guess what? All of us as gamers now look at the other devs and go, well, what do you mean? You guys can't even get it to 1440 60, you know what? Look at turn 10, even though it's a totally different style game, turn 10 are masters at what they do. Uh, they are absolutely ridiculously good. They've got this down. Now we've seen more of what they've been working on for the longest time period that they've ever had in between motorsport. Uh, we get to see exactly what that kind of the fruits of that labor. And it showed off exactly how I thought it would show off. And in, in Takea Sante's point, I would love to see, have seen more motorsport today. Right. But you know, with the time constraints, I understand with the, with the show that they're going to have tomorrow, um, that's fine. What they did show was impressive and nailed it. Redfall. I've been sold on Redfall. Me, Mav, a lot of our shows have been trying to preach the good word. This is arcane. You guys aren't getting the other games that were mentioned previously. That's not the style of game they're going to make. This is right. arcane. They're going to have their own spin. Listen, guys, just hear us out. I'm an arcane fan. I'm playing through uh, Dishonored 2 again um, as we speak. So for me, Redfall was already sold. Um, I was already all in on this game. Um, every time I've seen it, I've liked it more and more. Uh, I went back and watched, and again, this is one of those games, 
you need to go back and watch it in 4K. The environments don't show up well with the compression with YouTube or Twitter yep. or whatever the case may be. You got to go back and watch this game. This game in 4K is beautiful. Um, I think that the environments and the atmosphere is really what stands out in every single thing that they you know have shown so far. And today was no different. It impressed me more because we know it's taking place in one town, right? One town, you know, yes, you've got the city and you got the outskirts. But then you take a look at what they showed today. There were so many different styles of environment. I was yeah. more impressed about that. Like I was even like, wait a minute. Now I was expecting greatness, but this is beyond that with all the different looks that we got of that world. Uh, so Redfall, I didn't need to be sold anymore. Gunplay, sure, there's going to be people that are going to nitpick things. You know, my brother from another Steel Rain, he's got some issues with what he's seen so far from the gunplay uh, with no recoil and maybe not enough punch to the guns. Listen, it's still arcane. Yes, I know they brought in um, id and they brought in some uh, other people from the outside to take a look at the gunplay. But to me, it's still an arcane game. So I'm not expecting all of a sudden this gigantic leap in the gunplay because it's not just about the guns. Yes, they have a more main focus in this game than most arcane uh, style games, but the skills, the powers, all of that kind of stuff it was also on show uh, show today, and I thought those all showed extremely well. So the gunplay looked good to me. I'm happy with everything that I've seen from Redfall. It's an arcane game through and through. The art style is not going to be for everybody. I understand that, but I'm loving what I'm seeing there, and I thought they did a great job. Uh, Minecraft Legends. Uh, RTS fan here, strategy fan, tactics yep. fan, all of it, right? Uh, Age Empires 2 Definitive Edition is already locked and loaded. Uh, Pre-ordered it. It's done deal. I can't wait. The return of RTSs in the golden age of gaming to console is one of the greatest things for me that is happening right now. Everybody, all the horror fans are getting their genre. I'm getting my RTSs. Minecraft Legends showed me more strategy than I thought would be in this game. I'm not a Minecraft fan at all. I played Minecraft Dungeons for a little bit, jumped off of it. As Mav was saying, this will definitely be a game, after what I saw today, that I'm going to hop into, that I'm going to check out, that I'm going to kind of dive into and see how it holds up. It's got tower defense to it. It's got strategy to it, RTS style to it. I can't wait to jump in with somebody like Mav who also loves RTSs and get down and dirty with this game. I think the PvP focus that they gave today was fantastic. It was great. We know the PvE. We kind of get that fact. Even if you're not a big RTS fan, you know what the PvE is going to be like. But the PvP is always a big question when you throw it in there. What they showed today solidified that they understand what they're doing with that PvP, and I can't wait to experience it uh, firsthand. So Minecraft Legends sold me 100%. Um, then let's go to Hi-Fi Rush. Listen, as everybody's already stated, a shadow drop. This is old school style. We don't get this anymore in this industry. Yep. Like, How rare is it that we actually get a real shadow drop? Like. I, we had all heard iFi Rush. I was on the board that we were going to see it today. I thought that was definitely going to be a surprise, even when everybody else was out there. Oh, no, it's, it's just four. I figured there was too much smoke to not think that iFi Rush was going to be there. But I had no idea what the game was going to be. Now, I'm not a rhythm guy, right? But the fact that they explained that you're not going to be punished for not having rhythm. Okay. All right. I got it downloaded. We're going to play this. We're going to check it out. But the art style, I'm an old Jet Set guy. Um, I think this looks 
ridiculously good as other people have said i think nick you pointed out that that style is a classic style that never ages this is a beautiful game from tango gameworks that has come out of nowhere and shows proof of what xbox has been talking about with all the studios that they've been buying we're gonna go let them do what they want to do in reason of course but we're gonna let them create the games that they want to create much like pentiment from obsidian last year here we go here's another passion project from tango gameworks that is already shining and the way that they dropped it again i can't disagree with anybody on the panel when it comes to the way they dropped it the way that they gave nobody a chance to start criticizing it Listen, I even seen some Sony Defense Force, the SDF out here saying, well, show was terrible, but I got to say Hi-Fi Rush maybe might be the interesting one out of it, right? That says a lot in itself. Again, you surprise everybody. You show it off for the first time. It becomes available. Everybody's happy. Everybody starts downloading it. Everybody wants to see what this game is about. Shout out to Tango. Shout out to Hi-Fi Rush. I think they've got a hit on their hands, even if it's a shorter-lived hit. It does not matter. Tango is one of those forgotten studios outside of the fans of uh, Evil Dead, right? It's one of their forgotten studios that nobody really talks about. This could put them a little bit in the map. This could give them a little bit of the spotlight and say, hey, maybe Tango's one to watch here as they grow underneath Xbox. So great job there. And then you got to give it up to this show. Because this show even got people interested in ESO, of all things. I see people downloading ESO again. Whenever I've talked about Elder Scrolls Online, I have made sure, whenever it's come up in any podcast, to say, listen, people, it's not just an MMO. If you want to go play this single player, you will have an Elder Scrolls single player experience. There is so much content to be had in this game. I put over three, four... 500 hours on the PlayStation side. I'm still mad that they don't have cross progression. Still mad that I can't bring my character over. That's the only reason why I don't play it right now. But after this showing today, I was I redownload it. I said, you so know what? I, yeah, Maybe I, it's time I, to I get downloaded back into it ESL. also. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's time to me. get back into ESO. But that's a huge me. that's a huge boon to the show to say, hey, you actually got people interested in ESO. Every other time that ESO has come up at E3. Oh God, they're showing ESO again. It's like, you know, people guard out. Today they did a great job. They sat up there, they explained that the first party mode is for single player people. You don't have to get involved in the MMO stuff. Go enjoy it. Um, great job for ESO uh, as well. I mean, again, I I, I, I love that game. I, I might be starting back into it. So um, as far as dates goes, I'm not going to get into the date thing. I've said my piece on it. I'm keeping my energy until they move outside of the 12 months. They will hear me if they move any games outside of the 12 months. I don't agree with people justifying the moves. I don't agree with any. Some people say a delay is never so, a bad so delay. Pong, Pong, so, Pong, yeah. are you saying that your pitchforks are off camera right now? Is that yeah, they're right? off camera. Pitchfork they're put away right, for right, right now. They're, they're, put, they're, they're, they're put away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I dusted them off just in case, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> ready. but but uh, you know... File them to a some, nice point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, as I was saying, people like to say there's no such thing as a bad delay. I would argue that Hargeet's explanation of why delay it because of we don't want to override this game... That's a bad delay. If the game's ready, Xbox got to drop the game. They got to release. They got to deliver. This is the time for Xbox to shine. Xbox has been on the back burner for long enough with games. Xbox has played second fiddle to enough of this (laughs) industry for long enough. 
maybe it's time for other people to start moving their games if they don't want to be around it, right? And I understand the third-party stuff. I understand the relationships. I understand the marketing, all that kind of stuff. That's why I don't run a billion-dollar company or a trillion-dollar company, <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care. It's time for Xbox to shine and say, nope, we are dropping it. Our games are ready. Our customers have been waiting for a long time. Our gamers have been patient. We're giving them the games because they're ready. Um, so that's my only point on it. Like I said, I'll save my energy for when they move outside of the 12 months because I think it's a bad move if they do. Um, I agree. But that's not for now. That's not for now. Today's celebrate this show. This show is exactly what we've been asking for. The show is exactly what I was looking for. I want them to keep this format. I don't want them to mess around with it. If they've got the content to show off these shows, whether it's two shows per year, whether it's three shows per year, maybe some years we do get four shows uh, in a year. I want them to keep this format. So shout out to Xbox. Shout out the entire team that worked on this. This was the start of what we should come to expect from Xbox. And as one bad mother was saying, this is what you try to do. You try, you now have to develop this show into something that is an experience that people go waiting for the announcement. And then when it's announced, people start talking. What are they going to show? Oh my gosh. Can't wait for the date. Just like they do with Nintendo directs, just like they do with state of plays. It's an added level of marketing that Xbox has been missing. But now that they got the studios, now that they have the games, it's time for this stuff to roll out and today was a great start to that overall earlier uh when we did it live i gave it an 8.5 uh going back and re-watching the entire show in 4k 60 i bumped that to a 9.0 solid um, show again the forza no date thing i'm i'm bummed about that a little bit again um it's one of those things but i'm not I'm not getting off, you know, I'm not getting off all my dates that they're going to have all of these games out the first half as they promised. So I'm just leaving it for what it is. I would like to see a date, but 9.0 is my final um, grade on the show. And it was a fantastic show. Hats off nice. Xbox and everybody over there. Thanks. But, rem thanks but remember, Xbox, you're watching. He says 9.0. Yeah. 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 But the, but the pitchforks yeah. are right off. They're ready. Yeah. They're ready to Heavy go. influence right here, Xbox. So, Phil, don't do it. Don't do no. it. Because I'm right coming off for screen. you. Just saying. 32323 better be the date or else. I'm just saying that. <laughs> no, we can do April. It's the first half. We can do it. Last and no way least, Drawn TJ joining us with his new camera and mic in hand. What's going on, brother? Give us your, info, your, your opinion on the show and your rating before we get everyone out of here. You're good. You're, you're good. You're I'm good, Bim. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't get to watch it, but I I got to listen because I. Because the, okay, hold on. I'm I'm hearing my echo. Yeah, do you <laughs> have? Do you I'm have uh, through, the, uh, uh, the, the do you, if you have it open? So I'm uh, hearing my own voice. If you Sorry hear about if, that, no, it's okay. If you have uh, YouTube open, no, just but, close it. It it was really it was really interesting to listen to it because I know Mav and I know Pong were were watching it live, but everything I heard and everything that I was listening to, and then I got to skim through it during my break on my break and lunch. It was pretty cool, uh, to be honest. Uh, I'm excited for the uh, Minecraft Legends, which is RTS. That kind of reminds me of Command and Conquer in a way, but obviously Minecraft style. That's going to be something I want to jump into. Uh, Forza Rise or Forza Motorsport 
I was really interested in. It looks really good. Um, I'm excited for that when that comes out. I was hoping for a release date. I know, I know Mav was very, like, he wasn't disappointed, but he was very, uh, uh, not thrilled that, that the, the date was not shown. Yeah. And the other thing was that I, I was looking for the cars. I was trying to see if there was anything for 2022, 2023 cars, basically, because in past Forza Horizon games, they've kind of slapped on bringing, new cars in terms of like current you know today cars they bring like last year's models but they don't bring what's when the game comes out they don't bring the game they don't bring the cars that come out the year that the game comes out which is very uh frustrating for me honestly but that's only downfall um and then uh uh the the game that they they shadow dropped was really really awesome i really enjoyed looking at that and I played Jet Set Radio before. I played it once, and uh, I'm actually going to give it a try. I'm going to download it after the show. Yeah, looks really good. Um, the art style, the art style is a little bit different, but I can look past it. Looks fun. And uh, Redfall, I'm really excited for. I can't wait for Redfall. It looks. I I, I like comparing it to Left for Dead. Everybody's going to get mad at me because they're going to be like, "No, it's not Left for Dead," but. Ooh, to this me, man. It, it just reminds me of <laughs> Left 4 Dead, and I I miss Left 4 Dead. So honestly, Redfall looks really good. Arcane doing something different. And as for a score, I would give it a nine because they didn't give the date for Forza. Hopefully, okay. they give it tomorrow uh, because they did promise that. Well, they didn't promise, but they said that was part of the twelve month uh, deal that they were doing. So if they don't if they don't deliver that, I'm gonna hold their feet to the fire because they gotta stop breaking their promises or what what they keep on telling the fans and doing the opposite. And you I see, understand it's see. 2023, it's a new more, year, it's more a new pitchforks leaf, off know, the frame. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. give them the right yeah. to sit there and mm-hmm. do one thing and do the opposite. Like yeah. we are the consumer, we are paying monthly for Game Pass. And then sometimes we buy the game a full price. So we have every right to criticize Microsoft if they do not follow their own rules and their own uh, promises. To be honest, that's how I look at it. But otherwise, the show, definitely a nine. I love the format. I love seeing the devs. That was really cool. Yeah. It shows uh, It shows something different besides what Nintendo and Sony do. And seeing the devs was really cool because... I, I got to see who actually was creating these games instead of just, you know, announcing the game and then showing gameplay and then on to the next one. It actually showed, like, personality. So yeah. that's why I really enjoyed. I know I didn't get to watch all of it, but that's why I got from the gist of it, from hearing it, and then uh, just able to skim through it. I really enjoyed it. And that's nice. that's my take on it. I really enjoyed it, though. Oh, thanks so much for joining us, brother. I know you're just coming out of work. And again, I have learned a lesson tonight, folks. Never do a panel more than 10 people because it becomes <laughs> way too effing chaotic. I feel guilty trying to you know, get everyone in and out on time. Uh, it's I, I, tr- I tried to follow the... Do you remember the Iron Lords? I think they had 33 people run through last January show. It, I, it, I don't know how they insane. did it. It, it was just ridiculous. But look... 
normally I do outros. Today we're not going to do that because it's just too many people here. Uh, I do want to thank the entire panel. For, I think we had 13 or 14 people show up, which is which is madness. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, real quick, uh, Greggy uh, 8T drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Forza release date tomorrow during Forza monthly question mark, potentially. Uh, Boss Red 77 dropped a $5 super chat and says, I enjoyed it for what it was. I'll wait for E3 for the E3 game reveals. And that's fair. Gamers Play Hut Zero dropped a very generous $2 super chat and says, Hi-Fi Rush, crank the volume, get with the beat. Indeed. Uh, we also had a uh, Game Positive drop a very generous $2 super chat and says, what a panel. Hope you are all doing well this evening. Thank you so much for that. Uh, um, Dreadful Sean drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, in regards to Forza, the coming 2023 looked like coming with the 6 uh, 2023, possible 6 20 2023 or 6 2023. And I looked at it, and it kind of does look like a six. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sorry. I have to agree. I have to be. I have to put on the tinfoil hat. So a lot of um, tinfoil hats around here with all that. There six are. Stuff. That, uh, <laughs> and uh, game down sights drops a very generous two dollars. Who chat says also main character in Hi-Fi is very pure conspirator. Yeah, it, absolutely. And the Xbox International podcast. Thank you guys for being here. We've been channel members for two uh, for four months. They say this uh, first. Where was it here? First thing, get Pong some coffee. He looks sleepy. Second, drawn TJ looks like my high school math teacher. Hi, drawn. Love you, brother. Last thing, what an amazing showcase. Uh, <laughs> listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Big shout out to all the Super Chats. We had over oh 600 people here today. <laughs> Uh, again, this is a small channel. We're still growing. We are a few hundred away from 12K. Uh, hit the like button if you if you enjoy the program. If you're new, finding us for the first time, please consider subscribing. And of course, shout out to the Wandering Dutch once again for the on the scene work with the with the with, with the overlay. Just absolutely stunning. But ladies and gentlemen, don't forget tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have a monster panel. It's not more than 10 people. I will say that. But it's a lot of people that didn't get a chance to talk on today's show because it was just too – I couldn't bring I, – I literally had to, had to like, put the felt rope at the door and be like, guys, like, I'm, I'm sorry. The club is, is, is just full. It's just full. And uh, we're doing that tomorrow. And, then, of course, uh, King David is going to be hit one, of, one of the guests tomorrow. And then we have uh, Wilmie Hood joining us Friday morning. And hopefully – I get a chance to play Dead Space and record some footage to show that because I am really, really looking. Final Pond can't wait to play that because he's a big horror guy. <laughs> no, are we, got, are we are we finishing up already? We, yes, I I know. Nah. another three hours, Look, uh, Nick. Thank you so much for being let, here, brother. Let everyone else go. You and I will keep going. You let everyone else up, go. We'll yeah. we'll keep going. Don't worry. It's only what? It's only one thirty here. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, well, yeah, for you, it's only 1, 1, 30, it's 930 here in, in, in New York. But listen, uh, again, thank you, everyone on the panel, for being so patient with me. Appreciate you guys taking the time to be here. A big shout out to the entire community that was here. And of course, I'm going to close out the show something uh, with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you. You're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming 
with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. <laughs>